Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To World Red Weights live on Sports.com. I'm easy joined by guys with more racks as the Detroit Red Wings close out overtime against the Ottawa Senators. There's still three minutes left. Over in Sweden, yeah. 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 Got the girls. Before, before the show officially started, Spinny uh, thought the Wings won the game. He's like, oh! And I got semi excited and then we realized it's a replay. He's done some old man shit right now. Old yeah. man moment. Yeah. We're not going to get him back until the OT's over. By the way, if I'm speaking for everybody here, which I'm not. I'm speaking for people that, uh, me, JB, Chris, you, 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 you've been turned on to hockey fairly recently, right? Yeah. You still got that bug or what? For sure. For sure. Let's do I'm that. If they did more, like, midday games like this, I, f- I feel like I would watch more. Just because at night, I feel like there's too much competition as an like, NBA guy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'd rather just tune into like, my Pistons where I, I, I know the players. And it's partly my fault for not paying as much attention to the Detroit Red Wings. They definitely are a lot more interesting now than they were beforehand. But, Good save, Lion. Uh, we had a, play, a live play-by-play with my guy Spinny too. Make sure you gotta get that right. But anyway, welcome to the whatever way. Hit that like button, five star review on all podcast platforms. Damn. Norris dangled the shit out of cop and had a good shot on goal, but line made a good save. No one cares, Spinny. We need you here for the live show. Okay. Just announce when they score. All right. All right. Ah, damn. Um, I don't think I sent this in Slack, but if you guys do follow me on Twitter, that's at Speakeasy Sports underscore. Last night I was going at it. With, with the gobblers, um, and, I, and I'll be nice enough to call you guys. No, actually, you're still gobblers. But <laughs> I was just going at back and forth, just because I, I I don't know. Oh, somebody shot me one of those uh you know Jared Goff made Ben Johnson tweets, and those ones just just set me off. Because if you watch this show enough, you guys know how I feel about Ben Johnson. I, I'm here defending the Glenn. That's the guy struggling the most. I'm I'm definitely head over heels for Ben Johnson. And so I I got shot one of those tweets. Jared Goff made Ben Johnson, and it made me break down you know, the statistics of Jared Goff stats. Before Ben Johnson in 2021, and then Jared Goff stats after Ben Johnson in 2021. And, and to, to make the story short, I believe it was like eight touchdowns to six interceptions before Ben Johnson. And then it was 
11 touchdowns to two interceptions with Ben Johnson, 0-8 without him, and then 3-1-2 and with him. Yeah. Just to break down the difference in there. But at that point, though, someone sent me a message and a DM, and they're like, and they're kind of pleading with me to stop because I was abusing them. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's KO. TKO round one. If, if, if I'm being honest, those, those numbers, right? They tapped. Can't deny numbers. Well, he said, like, listen, man, like, we're in the middle of a seven and two run to the playoffs. Like, we're for sure going to the playoffs. Yeah. Possibly the Super Bowl. Like, why do we have to talk about this right now? This is a, a March ass conversation. And I was like, that guy's actually right. And we are seven and two. I should be grateful and thankful to Jared Goff for for helping lead this team to that record. And I'm not even being sarcastic in saying that. Like, he, he has, he, yeah, he is a big part. I know I do that jokingly because <laughs> you guys say some wild shit sometimes, but he is a big part of what's going on right now, and I, I can't negate that. And, like, I am a Detroit Lions fan at the end of the day. If this guy's helping – this is the best version of the Detroit Lions team I've ever seen in my lifetime. I'm too young to, to live through Barry. So I am going to be proud of that. And I am proud of him as a human being in the first place for just bouncing back from what he was in that 2021 season and what had happened to him in the first place and getting traded from L.A. But to shoot you some bail, like you have said this several times. Not every not every time. You're but you right. said several times, Hey, I hope I'm wrong because if I'm wrong and the Lions mm. win the Super Bowl, I'll be just as happy as everybody else. Absolutely. So, you know, you you have your belief, you have your theory, but you've also said that, hey, as a Detroit Lions fan, above a Jared Goff fan, which is where a lot of this comes into play for you, is you're looking at from organization, not from a fan perspective of of Jared Goff, but a fan perspective of the team. So uh, to shoot through your bail, like you have said that, and you've been consistent on that. So no, I, I appreciate that. For some reason, I think Twitter because I sometimes I am a little bit sarcastic, and I'm definitely arrogant. And as as I'm speaking, Detroit Red Wings have lost the game. That's why Spinney is uh, that was lifeless. the most horseshit ass fucking puck luck ass goal. I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, that's that's the game. It's definitely overtime. But look at this. Either way, bro. Over done. Spinny wants to move up the defenseman, the Swedes, if you will. I thought they should have done it in the first place since they're playing in Sweden. What the fuck? That was a. He looked down and did that. He wasn't even looking. But he thought I was going under. What was that? He didn't know where the puck was. He. Uh, Bro, it wasn't like he was looking at the puck, though. He like, didn't know where it was. I think he was stuck in to protect himself. Either way, uh, Jared oh, Goff fans, I uh, apologize, and I, uh, I am thankful to have a competent quarterback that can run Ben Johnson's complicated and very successful scheme. And uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. We'll, we'll keep all the negative stuff. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll only bring up the negatives when they actually apply themselves. And they're and they're losing games because of him making like a mistake. That that's why I'll speak it. Fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. It's fair. It's very big view, easy. Thank you, man. And it, it, that that tweet was so crazy that Snoop Dogg himself saw it. And he was like, "How fucking high am I? It's too high, yeah." That I'm yeah. seeing easy give Jared Goff props. He quit smoking weed. That's Damn. wild. Snoop Dogg said after much consideration and conversation with my family, I decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. How wild is that? It was just as wild as Jared Goff tweet. I'm telling you, he's like, how high am I? That easy's fucking giving Goff props right now. That's fair. I'm talking about the Lions winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> I need to put this shit out. I'm done smoking. What the fuck's happening right now? No, that is crazy. And, and at first, I was going to say, like, because I hate, like, I remember when Jay, and Jay's like a GOAT, by the way. He's, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Jay-Z I'm talking about. When he, he retired from rap, I was like, we didn't really need... Your announcement of retirement from rap, and you're also just not going to be retired. Like who, you don't always just hop on a song as a feature, then you're like 
unretired. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe from my albums, whatever. But I was like, why do you need an announcer you're quitting weed? But it's like, that's fucking Snoop Dogg. That's Snoop Dogg. That yeah. is an announcement worthy. Yes. You know, it's not like I, I'm chilling with him every day. I don't know if he's smoking or not, but like it, he is a, a pillar in the cannabis industry. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But he's not the weird he's not the weirdest rapper. He's not the rapper that made the weirdest decision the last yeah. twenty four hours in announcements. Yeah, there's worse. Yeah, yeah Andre three thousand yeah. is is dropping a new album if you haven't heard. Andre three thousand obviously has been on hiatus forever. And uh it is an eight track, 87, 87, 87 minute long album with no vocals. It's just all flutes. It is going to be an entire flute album, a flautist stream. And Chris, can you put up the track names? Yeah. For so some here, of these. Here's, here's the first couple. Yeah. Here's, the, here's the first couple. Take a look at number three. This is the name of the song. This isn't what he's saying in the song. <laughs> this is the name of the song. There are no words in these songs. The name of track three, which doesn't have any words, it's just flute. Well, number is, one is Wild Off Rip. Yeah, make number one, I swear I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. <laughs> song number two. The slang word pussy rolls off the tongue far better with far better ease than the proper word vagina. Do you agree? And who can forget... <laughs> Who can forget track number three? Oh, that's my Titled <laughs> That Night in Hawaii when I turned into a panther and started making these low register <laughs> purring tones that I couldn't control. Shit was wild. And then he yeah. spelled shit really cool too. There yeah. you go. And it just continues. This is at least number seven, ants to you, gods to who. That's uh, at least it's brief. That's brief, yeah. All bangers. This yeah. is uh this is no strange. Skips. Classic. <laughs> this yep. is this yep. is strange to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> Lucini AP said he better do a damn tour with his flute. <laughs> Yo, could you imagine how exhausting that would be? Yeah. yeah. Touring as like a live like flautist. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's horrible sounding. The way he just complained about vagina, I'm complaining about flautist. That's a because is there a cooler name? Fluter? That does not roll off the tongue. <laughs> Fluty. Fluta. Flautist. Flautist, flautist. Is, it doesn't even, I want to punch you for saying it. I hate that. Why? I don't, it's, it's a fucking horrible flautist. Flautist. Stop. That's what Andre 3000 is. He's a flautist. All yeah. right. I had enough. Apparently professional now. Maybe. I guess so. Man. I guess I, so. I, I, I will actually I will actually give some. I will skim through this album. I will. I will, I will. not just listen to a, a second. Just out of genuine Oh, I'm curiosity. definitely listening to track three, bro. <laughs> you got me fucked up. You don't think I'm a fucking it's sit gonna be sit like down. 15 minutes long of just flu. Yeah. That's okay. I'm Hey, I'm a 15 minutes prior. Take a little no. something. The, <laughs> the we the don't best? sit down and listen to track three. That's for sure, bro. See if I got Michael Jackson turn up like myself. A, eat like a gram and a half. Yeah. Throw on the Andre 3000 Panther song. Yeah. That would... No, the best part Dude. about all of this is like writers got across it. The writers got it early, right? Like writers, yeah. <laughs> writers got to hear this album already, so they wrote their reviews on it. And like these are rap publications, but obviously Andre is not making a rap album, as evident by the first title. But he like the person describing it was like trying to use all these like fancy vernacular to just like to just try and describe how much of a a mind-bending experience it was and it's like bro i know you don't really love this album like that like you're just gassing up because it's andre's you want to make it seem like you're the professional music guy because music's like a subjective thing i kind of like i am the Connoisseur of music. I decide yeah. what's what good. If, what and if artistic. when we listen to it, we just have a fucking. What's bangers? Yeah, just Wait, like what? an out of body experience. Like it just brings a tear to your eye. That song? This is the album. Maybe. Yeah. What if it is listen. just like Beethoven's next great work? He is one I of those. I can't, he, dude. He's what? 
You got the, the remote over there. Yeah. Uh, it's, we just like seven remotes over. You got to wait to the break, man. I Apologize. can't watch these motherfuckers. Don't worry. You got three more minutes. We make it through. With two seconds left. Yeah, I know it hurts because you invested into it before I even got here. But I forgot I wasn't even going with that one. Just Andre is weird. Oh, he's, he's one of those artists where I do respect it enough to where like, I, I will give it a try just because like. That's what I'm saying. And Kanye's different, but do you remember uh, my Dark Twisted of Fantasies? He had that, uh, I think it was Lost in the Woods. Yeah. That Lost thing, in the World. That yeah. shit fucking was like, yeah. oh, that shit hits. Hit. Yeah. Yeah, and that was another one like, no, I don't think there's any words in that one either, outside from like the background vocals. Yeah, pretty much. That shit was like That'd be powerful. Crazy. And that was like high school. I was like feeling that. Yeah. You know, something else pretty crazy came out today. Was, oh, yeah. Carissa oh, yeah. Thompson. Oh, yeah. You guys might know Carissa Thompson from... You know, sideline reporting. She worked at ESPN. She worked at Fox. She had some strange statements to say on Pardon My Take today. Chris, do you have that video? Yes, I do. Can you play that? And I've said this before, so I haven't been fired for saying it, but I'll say it again. I would make up the report sometimes because, A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late, and I was like, I didn't want to screw up the report, so I was like, I'm just going to make this up because, mm -hmm. first of all, no coach is going to get mad if I say, hey, we need to stop. Uh, hurting ourselves we needed to be better on third down we yep. need to stop turning the ball Pressure over the quarterback we need yeah exactly <laughs> and and do a better job of getting off the field like they're not going to correct me on that right. so i'm like it's fine i'll it just make up the report it would be very funny if you were like yeah so i just spoke with arthur smith at halftime and he said Bijan robinson blew smoke in his face yeah. and that's why he's not getting the ball um, that is crazy is that not crazy that is crazy she literally just said I lied to millions of people all the time, and it's no big deal. Um, I I don't want to cancel myself. My initial reaction was very cancelable. Like, fuck these bitches. Like that, that future meme? <laughs> like, yeah. Like future meme-esque. Yeah. What are you doing? And she said she didn't get fired for it, but like, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. Like, like, there's two ways, I guess, of like, no. This, I'll tell you my initial way. Fuck it. I just thought of like the dumb, ditzy high school girl that just like, has it because she wants to be a news anchor somewhere and just doesn't really know shit about sports and she's put on the camera You're because good. she's fucking cute and pretty and then she's just spewing fucking bullshit. Which, this is actual fucking bullshit because it pertains to, like, the games. I don't know if she's still doing it, but especially nowadays, you're live betting. Man, she comes out of there, she's saying, yeah, what's his name? He's doing with the fucking bruised asshole. And you're like, oh, yeah, I can't, I can't put him in for an extra fucking 20 yards a day. That's bullshit. You can't, you can't do that. That's fair. You cannot do that. That's, you know... My seat is shrinking, by the way. American women speak two languages. American woman. English oh and God. lies. That's all it is. So, shout out to Chris Thompson for just, I mean, putting it out there, at least owning it. But Jesus yeah. Christ, man, that is. I don't trust any of these bitches now. Terrible. That is, yeah, never. JB, how, why are you calling bitches? <laughs> the only B where you should call a bitch is beautiful. I mean, I don't know her name, so obviously. <laughs> Chris, tell us about Gloria. All right, all right, all right. Gloria's Cannabis is back just in time for football. They got a new bubble hash infused ice water pre-roll called Honolulu Blue. It smells so good. It's like the whiff of the first playoff win in 31 seasons. It's a gassy and aggressive strain named in honor of Detroit football. If you have had one of these ice water pre-rolls, you are missing out. They are so smooth. You can find them at Dispo Dispensary for 25% off at checkout using the promo code Woodward. And once again, that's GloriousCanna.com. Glorious! Come hang with the Woodward Sports Crew all throughout football season on Saturdays and Sundays. Join our college football and Detroit Lions live watch parties. Inside the five, caught, end zone, touchdown Detroit Lions! Money on the line. Featuring different special guests and surprises. Start times will vary depending on the game. Only on our Woodward Sports YouTube channel. 
Morning, all landscapers. This is Darren McCarty. I'm at Outdoor Equipment Co. How would you like to landscape like a legend? How about a bad boy zero turn? And even a chainsaw. And even a weed whipper. Whether you landscape for your job or landscape for fun, get all your equipment from Outdoor Equipment Co., the official equipment provider of Woodward Sports. Michigan grown, family owned. OutdoorEquipCo.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join Woodward Sports' own Jeff Iafrady, along with special WSN guests for the most anticipated Lions season in decades. Different surprises and expert analysis. You're not going to want to miss out. Go to our Woodward Sports YouTube channel on Sundays and tune in live from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. Where's the most convenient place to get that big fitness energy? It's Planet Fitness. Join today for just $1 down, $10 a month. With over 2,400 locations and equipment for every workout, you can get in, get energized, and get going. And with free fitness training and most clubs open 24 hours, everyone belongs in the judgment-free zone. So join today for $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment, cancel any time. Your childhood may be over, but Playtime is not. Outdoor Equipment Company is your source for outdoor power equipment, sales, service, and parts. Carrying top brands such as Bad Boy, LS Tractor, Steel, and more. Servicing the Great Lakes Regional locations of Metro Detroit and Greater Lansing. For more information, visit us at OutdoorEquipCo.com. Outdoor Equipment Co., your power equipment playground. What up, though? Welcome back to the World of Redweights Live on WordSports.com. I'm Roy Easy. Join my guys from Rex. What up, though? Yo, Chris, JD Smooth. Smash that like button. Be a friend. Tell a friend. If you guys want to go in depth, if you if, if you want me to say enough stuff to cancel myself, you got a podcast, invite me. I'll go all in. I'll go all in. But we got bigger news to get to today. Michigan. What? <laughs> Why are you just inviting yourself to get canceled? I mean, I, don't, I just like going on podcasts. That's fair. Um, Michigan. They accepted their fate. Yes. Did we send the? I don't know if I sent it or not. I Chris, do you have so. any for this one? No. I have it on my phone. And I'll, I'll read it to you if you guys would like. Uh, Michigan officially accepted the the punishment uh, passed on to them by the Big Ten, and uh, 
just gonna take it. Essentially, in sense of words, please yes, to a no take contest. It. Yes, it take this is from Adam Schefter. He says, uh, "This morning, the university coach Harbaugh and the Big Ten resolved their pending litigation. The conference agreed to close its investigation. The university and Coach Harbaugh agreed to accept the three-game suspension. Coach Harbaugh, with the university support, decided to accept this sanction to return the focus to our student athletes and the performance on the field. The conference has confirmed that it is not aware of any suggesting." Coach Harbaugh's involvement in the allegations. The university continues to cooperate fully with the NCAA's investigation. Essentially, if you don't know what a no contest is, when you, you, you plead, okay, I'll take the punishment for whatever I'm being accused of, but I don't want as a, as a, a guilty on my record so I can't be sued elsewhere. So this can't affect me in other places. Like yeah. It's civil court. That's, and this is obviously, I don't know if it's a, a judicial statement. It does say litigation. I feel like that's what this is. Yeah, they, so does it affect the NCA's investigation, but he can still just, okay, you caught me. Yeah, they caught him. And, you know, now the, the Big Ten is going to end the conspiracy or the witch hunt, as everybody says, even though Jim Harbaugh accepted the penalty. And, and he is going to be suspended for the rest of the regular season. That means this week against Maryland, he won't be able to be on the sidelines. And the last week of the season against Ohio State, he won't be able to be on the sidelines. So Fuck we'll see what happens Hawkins. in that game. We'll see what happens in that game against Ohio State. They're not going to have a problem beating Maryland without Jim Harbaugh. I'm not worried about that at all. Penn State put up like 50 points on Maryland, so Michigan will be able to run them out of the run them out of the concourse. But Ohio State, we'll see. We'll see if it, it comes into a, a factor there when no Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines. If that is going to be a factor against the Ohio State Buckeyes, which I assume both teams are going to be undefeated going to that matchup, so it's yeah. going to be must see TV. Yeah, and it, it, I mean. I bought in. I, I thought Michigan was was big and bad the way they were talking. Like, and I'm, I'm I, I am kind of taking shots. They were now. talking pretty greasy. Yeah, they were talking crazy. Yeah, they were. Like, we highly urge you. They make it sound like uh, was it John Tahiti or T- whatever the hell his name is, yeah. the, the Big Ten commissioner Patini. Patini that he was going to get fired yeah. if he continued to like pursue this investigation or any type of punishment. And at the end of the day, they ended up just sitting back and taking it. So either like they're either like take they. It. And I'm sorry, Michigan fans. You guys are the most offensive fans either way, so I'm just going to say what I think I got to say because you're going to be fitted regardless. Either one, they did it. And there's something tying him to or, or, to him to it, or he just take responsibility as being like the head coach, the overseer of everything. Or two, they're not as powerful as they initially thought. Broder in the Wolverine Sports Chat. Broder okay, right. in the Wolverine Sports Chat. This is a huge win for Michigan. Yeah, I don't, I don't. How? How? Please explain how. Their coach is suspended for three games. They admitted guilt. And they told the world that they cheated. Yeah. I mean, they technically didn't admit guilt, but, no, I mean, again, there's two ways of looking at it, right? Is it either you see it as that, or they also just called their own bluff and kind of got embarrassed on it, the way they were just talking greasy, like, oh, we're going to get a, a judge to, you know, void the holiday day off and make this, you know, get a restraining order against the Big Ten, even though you got to play a Big Ten championship conference. I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. That didn't happen. And then, okay, don't worry. I'm thinking, okay, maybe the holiday fucked them in that one. Like, this thing gets solved, like, throughout this week. Well, Thursday, they tapped out. Yeah. Called it quits. Stopped it. Broder says they stopped it from going into the courts. Yeah. Is why it was a huge W for Michigan. Well, the only reason you would want it to be stopped from going to the courts <laughs> something was, there. was because you, you something was there and something yeah. was wrong. You don't just accept the charges if you didn't do anything wrong. By accepting the charges, you are admitting, yeah, that happened. We'll take the suspension. <laughs> Dabber, and I don't know if he means it this way, but this is how I'm taking it. Because Michigan got caught red-handed, right? And they're just like, bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's been the slogan the past two weeks, right? Bet. Like, bet. fuck it. You got me. Bet. Yeah. All right. 
I'll take the three games. I guess I, I got to ask you, somebody mentioned, I think it's Gentle Comedian mentioned that uh, the odds haven't changed in the Ohio State game. I don't know if they haven't updated yet, but I got to expect that changes something in that one, no? Michigan State, I'm sorry, Michigan versus Ohio State? I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I mean, I'm sure the odds will move a little bit. Again, I don't know if it's going to be that much of a – because he's going to be there all week. He's going to give them the game plan. He'll probably be on the cell phone on a Bluetooth headset from somebody on the sidelines telling him what to do. But his dad will probably be on the sidelines like he was at the beginning of the year. His shoot. first suspension, his dad was on the sidelines this year. So, Oh, was he? Yeah. Is, was his dad a coach? For one of the games, his dad was like, yeah, he did something with coaching. Well, I'll tell you what. John Harbaugh does play tonight on a Thursday, meaning he would have his Saturday off to maybe um. Help out uh, his, his Help little bro. bro. You know what I'm saying? Is it his big brother or little brother? Who's, which one's older? I don't know. By the way they look, I would say Jim is older. Me too. But maybe he's just like I'm more stressed out. Yeah. Because John's be. winning Super Bowls and never having losing records. I'm not sure. There was a comment by somebody. John Hughes, I'm, Jim Harbaugh did a noble thing. Bro, I hope you guys are trolling. I, so, I hope you guys are trolling. They have to be. I mean, it's po- if he didn't do it, it's possibly noble. Cause, cause it's not noble. He admitted to cheating. He accepted well, it. Well, said they backed down. I'll They're, give him this. We're so big and bad. You aren't going to do anything about us. We'll leave the division. Ah, just kidding. I'll That's the, the bluff that like looks like the, the fucking yeah. soft. He's like, we're going to leave the division. But like we said, oh, do it. John is older, You're says scared. Paul Thomas. Yeah, John is, John is older. He's 61. Damn, Jim's just fucking ugly or just a lot more stressed out. Must just be more stressed out. I mean, he is doing a lot more shit, obviously. He had the cheeseburger shit. They're, I mean, what, back and forth between where he's coming back. They took money from him. He lost to his brother, his younger brother. That sucks. Have a little bro beat you? Either way, it's an L on, on Michigan's resume, Boone. I, I, I don't see how it's a big win. There's no, it's not a big win. It could be like a. Um, it's admitting defeat. It's admitting you cheated. One way I could see it being a win for them, and it's like a petty win, is if they do go on to beat Ohio State. Oh, they probably still will. Ryan Day has to get fired at that point, right? Yeah. Like, fam, you lost to like the interim head coach, the guy who cried on national TV. Uh, Ryan Day cried on national TV too. Yeah. But a guy who like had a way less Take reason that, to be crying. Holtz. Yeah. Ryan Day's a douchebag too. Yeah, you call out a freaking guy on. Hospice. <laughs> Sorry. All due respect to legend Lou Holtz. But that, that, that was a big, I guess that's the most embarrassing takeaway for me, my observations of it. It's like <laughs> threatening to leave a conference, which I thought they had the power to do. Like, like Notre Dame's out here floating around still making playoffs and shit like that. I, I feel like Michigan has a big enough brand to do that, and they just, I don't think they wanted to leave the Big Ten. Red in the Wolverine Sports Chat says, Jim Harbaugh is kind of like Jesus, taking the fall for his assistant sins. Holy move by Harbaugh, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's how they would they would try to spin it. Um, the, he is he's their football Jesus for sure. Um, general comedian, yep. Ryan Day emasculated. Yeah, I, I could. He already did. He already got emasculated. Ryan Day isn't getting fired. Says Honolulu Blues party. If they lose to Michigan, if they lose to Michigan without Jim Harbaugh. He'll probably get fired. Let me tell you why it's it's very possible that he gets fired. One, Ohio State. And I could be wrong. I was wrong on the Michigan brand, but Ohio State's one of those brands where like they stand on business. Exactly. And if you want to go to the pros, like that's a great program to go through. Like even Joe Burrow. Yeah, he went to LSU, but we started at, at Ohio State. Yeah. Jameson Williams started at Ohio State. It's yeah. a phenomenal program. If you're there, you're looked at as elite talent by these NFL scouts, and, and eyes are gonna be on you. But two, I completely forgot where I was going with it. Oh, Ohio State. They never fucking lose to Michigan. Like like the past two years are anomaly. irregular. Yeah. They, they anomaly. Like you said, they, they they do not happen. We, even the Michigan fans, don't lie to yourselves. You were surprised. Especially when it happened round two. You're like, oh, fuck, we did it again. Like, sh- what the hell's going on? Ohio State doesn't lose to you guys. Yeah. 
So Ryan Day loses three times in a row, and that third time being to an interim head coach and Sharon Moore, he's gone. I live with Ohio State fan. Lucas lives in my basement. Ohio State fans are trolls. That's why he lives there. But <laughs> even he hates Ryan Day for those reasons. Yeah. Only, and Ryan Day was in the playoffs last year. They had an opportunity. They went toe-to-toe with they Georgia. They were a field goal away from winning the national championship. Yeah, and he, he's like, fuck Ryan Day. Yeah. Ryan Day is a bitch. I love that we Oof. can swear on this show. But that's how Ohio State feels yeah. about this guy. If he loses Sean Moore, he's gone. So there is a petty victory if they go on to beat them. Mm-hmm. JB, are you, you're a Michigan State guy, right? Yeah, Michigan State, yeah. But, I mean, I, I feel from Michigan on this one. I mean. What did, what did the bottom line have to say about it? Well, oh, of course, question. everyone was upset, highly upset. <laughs> Maz and Braylon were extremely frustrated with the whole situation just because they feel like Michigan kind of just fell on the sword. Like, they gave up. And they know that Jim Harbaugh is basically a fighter of this whole situation. So, they wanted this to go to case, to, to the trial or whatever it was going to happen tomorrow. But. Now, Maz is even contemplating that they might lose to Ohio State. I wouldn't go that far, but... I would. I'd, I, I, I would. I still think Michigan's a better team. they got better quarterback play. They have, they're much tougher up front. So, I think they'll still be able to beat Ohio State even without Jim Harbaugh. But this, uh, yeah, this, like, it's a win for Michigan. It's not a win for Michigan. Your coach is suspended for the rest of the season. But, I mean, he'll be back for the big team. That's another thing, too. I, mean, I wonder, again, there's a couple ways of looking at it. If you guys want to cope or, or like, fell make excuses. That's hilarious. What? Yeah. He fell on the sword for Michigan. No. They, they, like Dude. I said, the reason they didn't – they did this. They accepted the suspension. Yeah. So they wouldn't go to court was because something went on. That, if nothing happened, if it was a witch hunt, if it, there's, they did no wrong, they would have no problem going to court and fighting it out and proving that. But I'll they say, didn't want to do that because – Something happened. Something oh, also, was wrong. Also, one of their coaches, I guess, just deactivated his social media or something like that, probably hmm. because he was getting trolled by fans of what's going on right now. But I don't know if you know they could be looking into that as well, too, but who knows? The, I'll, I'll say this for Michigan fans. I'll, I'll give you guys, as, as Chris would say, throw you some bill. There are two other situations where he isn't. there is no wrongdoing going on, and, and he is falling on sword, as if, one, obviously there's going to be money and time involved. And, and trying to like reduce this thing by the time that shit plays out because again they don't have the power they thought they did yeah you be, you're past the three game suspension either way and then two if you did do the restraining order way to go like the, the roundabout way to avoid things again how are you going to play a big 10 championship you got a restraining order the restraining against order, the big 10 restraining order is one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my life so like that i, I those are the two ways where i say he just fell on the sword I was like okay or as you know jj mccarty would say but We'll see. We'll see. Curious to see how this. Uh, I feel like this is, like, affect them in the rankings too. Were they in this? No, year? I don't think it, they're still number three. They're still number three. Yeah, it's Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. So, so but that's, this is why I think it affected them in the rankings. And I guess I, I get resumes. Who was actually? By the way, did uh, the Utah sneak in? Uh, not Utah. Uh, Washington. Are they uh, at four? I'm not sure. JB, do you know the college? Yeah, Washington is. Are they still at five? Five. That's five. Oregon Florida at State. six. Florida, Florida State is Florida four. State's at four. Why, bro? They're undefeated, too. Yeah, but all they beat was LSU, and LSU's not looking as good as they were. These guys beat Oregon, then we know it's fucking savagely, and then they survived Utah, too. They beat somebody else, I think. And they got Penix. Washington should be in the, the college football playoffs. I don't give a shit about this stuff until it gets down to it, but it's getting down to it. Yeah. And Washington should be fucked out of this situation. 
I, I mean, don't think a, so. a few of these teams will cancel each other out because I mean Georgia probably has to play Alabama in the SEC championship. Michigan obviously has to play Ohio State, so one of those yeah. two will end up getting knocked out. So there's an easy chance for them to bump up. One more thing too before we move on to like uh, Lions talk and it's do with Michigan and the Ohio State thing is like I think it does affect their rankings. Because obviously we still feel confident that Michigan could beat them even without Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Meaning we all we can see with our fucking two eyes that Michigan's a more dominant football team than Ohio State. Even though Ohio State is a better like resume, why not put them fucking number one or two? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And Flinttown CJ keeps yelling speculation. Yeah, it is speculation. Because well, even... the, the truth isn't going to come out with the Big Ten because Michigan didn't want it to. And, you know, if... Again, if you didn't do anything wrong, if you were accused of something that you had absolutely no part in and did nothing wrong, would you take punishment for it? They beat you USC as well. Or That's would a- you go through it? I, it's pretty reasonable speculation. All right, and that's all we can do is speculate because now the truth of it won't come out in the Big Ten Spartan. I'm seeing all the Spartan come out of you right NCAA, now. I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> you're so excited. It's crazy. You're, I'm not excited. Like, this doesn't no, change. You're excited. You're happy. It's, it's just funny how. Darn it, we're fighting this. We're going to take it all the way to the Supreme Court. They'll never that be able to funny. pin us on yeah. anything. I and then Michigan's like, ah, oh, we'll take the suspension. Now they're all like, oh, that was the smart move. You got to do that. So you go, all right, man. Like, you, you normally talk with the hands, but tell you got a little pep in yeah. it. You're like, they don't want it's to. my Italian coming out. Yeah. Oh, hey. Tell us about Mark White. I'll tell you about Mark White. When you're buying and selling real estate, the best guy to do it through is my guy, Mark White. He's got the minute-to-minute listing agreement. You cancel your listing agreement for any reason with no penalty involved whatsoever. Like the Michigan program had to face with three-game suspension of Jim Harbaugh. It's 248-290-8242 or visit markwhitesells.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Woodwood Sports own Tom Mazaway and Sam Stick Day will be hosting our Lions postgame show after every Lions game all season long. Tune into the Woodwood Sports YouTube channel for his hot off the press takes, game analysis, and Kool Aid sipping celebrations. Join Mavs, Dick, and special guests each week immediately following every Lions game exclusively on the WSN YouTube channel. We've just received word the world's cannabis supply has vanished. The public is outraged and has taken to the streets in response to this tragedy. The individual responsible acted alone, and we can only hope they will make things right soon.
What happens when you run a great business for over 50 years? You expand and offer more products to more people. This is exactly what Les Stanford did by adding Les Stanford Buick GMC, the same great service that customers have come to know and trust. On Wilbert Avenue, just south of Nine Mile, check out Les Stanford in Dearborn today and find the brand you want at lesstanford.com. Bon journal. Or even dare cheer. Welcome back to Wilbert Heavyweights live on WilbertReport.com. On me, that's been more X. We got young Chris in the TD booth and yes, JB School on the ones and twos. Hit that like button, tell your partner, hell, swing a link to your grandma and not the one you southerners do. I know y'all like that night fucking fuck on your grandma. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> Shoot a link to your grandma. Either way. You want to do the JMO stuff? I, I count, I'm tied by AG. I sent like five yeah, videos. Yeah, we can do the AG you shit. Want to do AG first? Yeah. Come here, can we, Dad? All right. Um, so obviously, Detroit Lions signed a edge rusher this week. 36-year-old Bruce Irvin, former Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. And we've been... Yeah. I've been defending the Glenn. And what are my excuses? My excuse, actually, for the past two years has been somewhat wow. talent and experience. Wow. And I, I still feel like talent is somewhat of an argument, especially when you're going against like elite quarterbacks like fucking Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert. Yeah. You're going to see things like that. By the way, Geno Smith's pretty good too, and turnovers don't help you. But my excuse has been the talent. Today, this guy goes on the podium, and he says this. We play football, and it's not like you're going to go out and go get Deion Sanders right now. You know, that's just what it is. Listen, the guys that we have – has put us in a position where we're a top 10 defense. So, listen, I don't, I don't even look into that. I think that's one of the stupidest things you could think about. So, listen, we have great guys. Our guys go out there and play hard. That's what they're going to do. What does uh, Bruce bring to the table still at 36? Stan talked about him. Stan, yeah. impressive workout Tuesdays. What do you think he can maybe add? Well, I mean, obviously he's been around for a long time. Now we know he has. He's a good pass rusher, so we're going to utilize that. We're going to utilize the brain. We're going to utilize the pass rush as much as we can. Things we just got to get him in shape and get him ready to go. He has an edge to him too. I mean, he's, he brings this an attitude. Is that something you think that your your group could use a little bit more of? Is it's just well, that? we have an edge too. I mean, you don't become a top run defense without an edge. So, um, listen, he brings an added edge, but. You know, to be a top-run defense, you better have an edge. And that's what our guys have. One fault, I can admit, in Aaron Glenn, is he comes off as kind of stubborn. Yes. And I, there's one thing I get, like, you know, having the back of the, the team you, you had there. But it's like he just he's so def- he comes off defensive. And I get it because I'm defensive of him myself because a lot of you guys say some ridiculous things. I think they're a bit of a pocket. Talking about wanting to fire this guy. It's just not the reality of, like, football, especially the National Football League. But to say like you're you're good in the roster, which I guess he does have to say. I'll, I'll, I'll he has to. That's yeah, I'll give him some break for that one. But then you know to be asked again about the Bruce Irvin situation, bringing like some some attitude, which Bruce Irvin does bring in a Super Bowl pedigree with, along with that. He's like, no, we have a top ten run defense. He gets, gets all like defensive about it. Yeah, he's like, like we you already know? have an edge. Yeah, you gotta you know have an edge to be a top five run defenses. That's all right. It's you know, ride, I'm, I'm with, a, ride with your guys. Yeah. I get it, but like. I'm no. a stubborn person, so I recognize it when I see it. Yeah, like some, like I'll just dig my heels in, and I'll, I'll, I'm gonna try to win this victory based off my my principal argument, just because, like, fuck you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and like, I just don't want to. Sometimes during you know throughout the game, it feels like I will agree. It takes a minute to like change things up because he's like, mm-hmm. this was the game plan I came with, and I, I fucking thought I was gonna work. That's why I drew it up. That's why I practiced it all week. But it's not working. Sometimes he's shy to go away from it. It took him. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson had to step up and, and speak up for himself to actually, you know, rush out of a, that two point stance for a minute there as rookie year too. Like, he is stubborn at times. I, I will admit that. 
I'm sorry for interrupting you. I just no, it's true. It's and like take, like you said, the whole talent part of oh, we got the guys we need. We have a top ten defense. It's like you can always use more talent. You can always use more guys. And bringing on Bruce Irvin again, I don't know what he's going to bring to this team. I don't expect him to be this big splash impact player, but. You gotta expect he's gonna do something. You gotta expect he's gonna go out there and make something happen. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I'd like to see Aaron Glenn make more, like you said, make more decisions, avert from a game plan if it's not working, do something at halftime if you're getting cooked that that changes that. But we'll see what happens. I don't expect them to have any trouble with the Bears' offense. Yeah, I know. Actually, puts it perfectly. And then. Uh... You know, I didn't really grow up with a dad to know for sure. <laughs> I shot my stepdad. I imagine. <laughs> I'd imagine. He really says, AJ reminds me of trying to argue with your dad. And I have been in those situations with just, I'll say, like just old, older men, an example. Like, anytime like, you disagree or, like, you do have the right answer, there's too, like, too, they're too stubborn to admit they were wrong. Yeah. As a, it's like the, the yeah. classic direction bit with, like, a wife and a husband. And the husband's like, no, no, this is the way. And he just fucking gets everybody lost. It's like, sometimes, man, we're just we're too prideful to be like, yeah, we were, we were fucking wrong. Yeah. Yeah. We'll That's see. what makes me the manliest man in this motherfucking network. Because I'm never wrong. Never <laughs> lost. Undefeated. Come get some. Carry on. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. They're definitely going to – I think they're going to go out there. They're going beat to the, beat the Bears handily. I don't think it's going to be any problems that they run into when they're playing the Bears. But going forward, playing a Dallas or playing your playoff games – you might have to avert from different things. You might have to make some changes, make some some game flow changes if you want to go out there and make some things happen. So we'll see. Yeah. And again, I still agree with the initial assessment of like watching the fucking games and seeing them try different schematics. And guess what, guys? Justin Herbert's a good quarterback. Some consider him top five. And if you want to just bring the conversation to talent and ability, it's for damn sure top five. So he has the ability to do the things he did, as you saw him do. The, listen, I want you to think of it this way. Guyton was the one who caught the laser from him. Yeah. You don't, no, the casual fan doesn't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah. But Justin's nice like that. We can make a Guyton work the same way Patrick Mahomes makes freaking 7-Eleven clerks work on his road to being the freaking Cincinnati Bengals on the road in the Super Bowl. Like, it's just, those are good quarterbacks. And by the way, Lamar's good too. Like, that, that, that stuff's going to happen. The, the Geno thing, Pete Carroll's got their number. I'll, I'll fully admit to that one. But you also, if I'm going to admit to Pete Carroll having their number and outclassing both he and Dan Campbell, yeah. then you have to also fess up and admit to the turnovers that are also parts of those games too. When you put the team in bad field position, we just turn over our downs, which I think there was a, a, a bullshit no call on uh, the rookie there, Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Or you just fumble the ball like David Montgomery did. Or when you're Jared Goff, you throw a pick six. If, if I'm going to be willing to admit there's flaws in them getting outcoached by Pete Carroll, then you also have to admit the flaws of what's actually happened for the, the players in the game putting the defense in shitty situations. On top of, again, there's no blue chip guys on this team outside of hopefully at some point maybe Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, it's you know you can always get better. You can always get more talented. You can always bring in more players, and they're they're gonna have to improve this defense going forward. But you got the guys you got now. Anzalone is playing his ass off. He's playing a fantastic season. He's probably gonna be a Pro Bowler. Aiden Hutchinson, I'd like to see him get it going a, a little more. Cam Sutton, outside from last week, he's been playing fantastic and making guys look silly out there. Kirby Joseph is rounding into form. This team needs to needs to get all things clicking. The defense needs to be ready. And these last couple games down the stretch, like they said, we have like the fourth easiest schedule remaining or something like that. These are going to be tune-ups. These are going to be – we need to get guys – 
really, really into the thick of it. We need to get Aiden Hutchinson clicking, being the guy we saw at the end of the year last year. Kirby Joseph needs to continue what he's been doing over the past couple games. Can Cam Sutton get back, shake off a bad performance? Kirby, uh, Jerry Jacobs is playing. Start beatboxing the <laughs> Jerry Jacobs is playing very well. He is out there making plays. We need that secondary edge rusher, whether it be Bruce Irvin, whether it be Josh Pascal, whether it be Romeo Julian, someone to step up and help Aiden Hutchinson on that defensive line. That's what my focus is on these last couple games because I'm not worried about losing to the Bears or the Vikings or the Broncos. But I want to see guys on that defense start to click. Guys on that defense start to ramp it up a little bit to push us into the playoffs. And then, you know, for the people who want to see him out of here, because I can tell you right now, he's not going to get fired. There is this little rumor swirling around, which we've officially confirmed Dan Campbell, there's no way whatsoever is going to leave the Detroit Lions organization for the Texas A&M Aggies. Aggies. Who else? What even is an Aggie? I don't know. Someone Google that. But you know who else is an Aggie? Whatever it may be. Chris, the pitcher. The man we just speaking of. Thick ass neck, boy. Thick ass neck. Aaron Glenn, Detroit Lions defensive coordinator, is a former Texas A&M Aggie himself. And a guy who's taking NFL head coaching interviews at the hey. NFL level. What was this? Yeah, it's old school. Black AD. and white picture. <laughs> this is the 50s? He looks the same. Kind of, he kind of looks like Mike Tyson. He does kind of look like Mike Tyson. Either way. Thick ass neck. I, I'm putting it out there. And I don't know if they're... Look at the traps on there. Yeah, he's a fucking beast. Listen, I, I did some uh, some homework on this guy. He was a beast this day, dude. Yeah, oh yeah. Five interceptions, four interceptions with the Jets. He had mentioned something actually with the Jets, but the 2000 Ravens, that's, that's Ray Lewis's like, great defense. Mm-hmm. He said, because uh, again, people like just want fucking Pokemon, Madden football, where everything just goes your way. You're in complete control of the simulation. He said that the, that Jets team that was like shit put up 524 yards on that Ravens defense that some people consider the best defense all the time. Damn. It fucking happens. They should have fired their defensive coordinator. Yeah, dude, they should have fired him right away. Well, let me tell you about Guardian Alarm. Guardian Alarm offers you customized solutions from real experts. They're professional technicians. Take the time to recommend security and automation solutions specific to your needs. They also have 24-7 professional monitoring. You can call them anytime, day or night, and know a Guardian Alarm team member will stay on the phone as long as needed. And, of course, they have technology backed by people. Your safety and security deserves technology. It's been proven to work, and people who have been proven to care. So call them at 1-800-STAY-OUT. That's 1-800-STAY-OUT. And let them know Woodward Sports sent you. Brace yourselves, Detroit. As the sun begins to set, two of Woodward Sports' brightest young stars will be taking the mic for a brand new show. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. The dog days in Detroit are over, and the boys are unleashed. Join in on the banter and hop on the bandwagon of the number one night show on the internet. Tune into the Woodward Sports YouTube channel every weeknight from 8 to 10 p.m. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. How would you like to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice? One for you and one for your wife, your girlfriend, or your best bud. Get to Lady Jane's today for an award-winning haircut and automatically enter for your chance to win. Courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. Lady Jane's. Open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. Sports own Jeff Iafrady, along with special WSN guests for the most anticipated Lions season in decades. Filled with different surprises and expert analysis. You're not going to want to miss out. Go to our Woodward Sports YouTube channel on Sundays and tune in live from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. Dispo Dispensary. Check them out this November 
21st. That's next week. They'll be giving out free turkeys. That's my guy, Braylon, Maz, Ramani. They're giving out free turkeys at this one, Hazel Park. Make sure you guys are there. And make sure you just check out Dispo by yourself. If you like to smoke, that smoke. If you want Thanksgiving food, it tastes a little bit better. Visit Dispo or they can visit you at DispoShops.com. Dispo, your local campus plug. Bone Journal. Arrivederci. And welcome back to the World of Heavyweights Live on Sports.com. I'm your boy Easy Joe, my guy Spinning More Rex. Young Chris, JB Smooth. Sorry for calling the audible on this one, Spinning. I, I did send a video last minute, but we're just we're talking about AG, so it's, it's kind of relevant into the defense too. Um it, it, it ties into the one I put in here about I just feel like we're kind of dismissing a little bit of things we saw from Justin Fields previously before the injury. Mm-hmm. Like he had like eleven touchdowns and two interceptions. Yeah. In a two game span. Uh, I know what the one was the Broncos, which they were bad at one point, obviously, at 70 points put on by the, the Miami Dolphins, but they seemed to have turned it around. And, and they actually won that game, by the way, too, from that interception that uh, that Fields threw. And the yeah. other one was the Washington Magic. Well, I, I feel like they were a little bit respectable. And back when they had Chase Young in them, too, but it made me a little bit more nervous than that because I could see it as a little bit of a fluke. Uh, they had this to say about the Detroit Lions recipe of losing to the Baltimore Ravens. Is it, yeah. is it like Baltimore? I mean, where they use uh, Justin's mobility to punish you deep because you, you really put in conflict, I guess, with those guys? Well, the thing that they do a good job of, that we have to do a good job of, is winning our one-on-ones in man coverage. Um, and when you get a quarterback like that and they used to surround him with the athletes that they have, um, it makes it really, really tough. And in every game, listen, somebody's going to have to have the tough hat, and we know that. And that's every place somebody has to have that. And when you have that tough hat, you have to win. And um, we expect our guys to do that. But you're right. He, he does bring that added element to our defensively, man. You're going to have to be in some man coverage. So essentially, uh, that was my guy Justin Rogers, I believe, just asked, like, you know, can the Chicago Bears, can they draw up the same recipe that the Baltimore Ravens force-fed us to that 38, what, 6 victory it ended up being, which was highly embarrassing. And offensively, I feel like you can obviously build a little bit of similarities there with the mobile quarterback. And now receivers that can take it deep. I think Darnell Mooney was that before uh, DJ Moore arrived there. He was like their guy. And then now you got DJ Moore, who I, I was, I'll admit this, for a stubborn guy, I was wrong about DJ Moore. He, I still wouldn't give up a first-round pick for a wide receiver, unless it was like a Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. But he is damn good. Mm-hmm. And he, he damn sure was a problem, too. I mean, that's another thing, AG, if, if you want me to calm you guys a little bit down a bit, is like I coached in the NFC South as a DB's coach when he was with the Panthers. I'm, I'm very familiar with what he is and what he could bring, but is there any nervousness that they could draw up after having our asses whooped on you know display? You think the Bears are smart enough to hit the tapes and try to replicate that? I don't think they can. Especially not defensively. I don't think they can. What about offensively? No, I don't think they can. It's. I mean, I think it. I don't think... Jalen Hurts is, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't think Justin Fields is Lamar Jackson. They're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Justin Fields is. I don't think Justin Fields is the caliber of player that Lamar Jackson is. Like, I, I think Justin Fields is good. He'll be able to move around for sure. He'll give you more problems than a Baker Mayfield did or a Bryce Young did. But him coming off of this hand injury that he's missed what four games for he's going to be a little rusty and yeah dj moore is scary he's an explosive player he's an explosive receiver he can make a lot of things happen but a lot of dj moore's attack a lot of how they use dj moore in this offense is getting him the ball behind the line of scrimmage 
And the Lions are a very good tackling team. The Lions have very good sideline-to-sideline players like a Brian Branch, like an Alex Anzalone, like a Kirby Joseph. Guys that fly to the ball when it's thrown there. So I'm not too worried about what they're going to do. Obviously, you're going to have to keep all eyes on DJ Moore. He is the biggest threat on this offense by far. So you're going to have to worry about where he is, where he's catching the ball. But I think the Lions will be able to handle the Chicago Bears offense pretty easily. I think... I think where they'll be able to put up the fight is on the offensive side of the ball, like, like for them. And I think a little bit of what Justin Rogers asked. And, and, and HG actually told you that, too. He's like, I mean, yeah, they got, they got talented guys back there to, to do some dangerous shit. He told you, like, that's why we're going to have to be in man coverage. By the way, Detroit Lions aren't equipped to be in man coverage. As much as you may like Cam Sutton, as much as I may like Jerry Jacobs, as much as we like Kirby Joseph, like, you, you, they're not built. For man coverage they're not that caliber of athlete man coverage is like when you have a, a Jalen Ramsey on your team man coverage is when you have like a Darrell Revis like 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 fucking great DBs we're playing team defense we're working with what we got and I then Cam Sutton is great in, in the certain situations in man coverage but it's I'm not talking about zone coverage I should say with Cam Sutton but it's it's not they're not equipped for that right and you have a guy Justin Fields who obviously we've had an issue with mobile quarterbacks since even before AG was here and let's be real about it too. Like Justin Fields, I think he did. He have a thousand yards last year. Can you pull it up, JB? See what uh, what he finished the year with? He's running on everybody, regardless. Yeah, of well, he had a thousand yards for sure. He's like top five in the league in rushing yards. Yeah, I think he beat Lamar's record or something. There's some going, or at least averaging more yards per game. But I think offensively is where they could put up the fight. I, I think Justin Fields again coming off because you can look at the Bears' numbers in the season. They're shitty, but you got to remember Tyler Bagnett, Badgett, however you want to say it, played four of those games. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you look at their offense, like, okay, they're a shitty passing offense. They've really been able to get anything consistently going on the run, which actually have more run yards than us, rushing yards than us. But you got to factor in Tyler Bagnett for four of those games versus the guy going into those four games Tyler Bagnett played, 11 touchdowns, two interceptions. It was on fucking fire. Yeah, no, I don't hate Justin Fields. A lot of people hate on Justin Fields. He can't throw. He can't do this. I think Justin Fields is going to be a good quarterback in this league if he finally gets it right. But it's – he like I said, he's going to be rusty. There is going to be some – some laps in his game he's going to be he's going to feel those four games that he missed he's not going to go out there and be exactly what he was when he left off so i expect them to go out there and and, and take care of business I, I they're going to get some hands on justin fields they're going to sack justin fields if they don't sack justin fields at least three times i'm going to be very upset because he's a quarterback. This is an offensive line you can abuse. He's a quarterback yeah. that, that gets sacked. A quarterback that you can get on the ground. And the Lions coming off of what back-to-back games with no sacks. Or, well, take out the Raiders game. And it was back-to-back games, no sacks. When you look at Baltimore and Los, uh, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. they need to get Justin Fields on the ground. We know that the Lions have a aptitude of picking off Justin Fields. We saw Aiden Hutchinson do it. Yeah. We saw Jeff Okuda get the pick six last year. So I'm not worried about this. They have explosive talent. Like Justin Fields is an explosive player. We saw him take one to the crib against the Lions, where it was like a 70 plus yard rush, where he just burst up the middle, broke a couple tackles, and took it to the crib, kicking up dirt in the face of Jeff Okuda. Yeah. We saw DJ Moore do this a lot throughout the year, where, like I said, he catches it behind the line of scrimmage and goes for 70 yards, or he he breaks out and gets a deep pass. They have explosive talent, but I do believe the Lions are going to be able to contain it because there isn't too many things you have to look out for in the offense and the offense is not creative 
This is not a Ben Johnson offense. This is not a Mike McDaniel offense. This mm-hmm. is not a Kyle Shanahan offense. This is not one that's going to be like, oh shit, we got to worry about this because this you could play four different plays off of this motion it's like they run. Mad plays, it yeah. feels like yeah. It's yeah, it's okay. Fucking what's his name? Eberflus is their head coach. He's not bringing anything out of the bag. Like yeah. they're not doing what Ben Johnson does, where he runs one motion and one set that can you you can have four different plays bro- breaking off that same exact motion. Yeah. So the defense has to stay on their toes. This Bears offense is kind of stale, but they do have explosive pieces, so you have to look out for that. Yeah, and it's kind of like uh, like he said, kind of compared to the Baltimore Ravens, and that's why I asked. Like one one like great thing about Ben Johnson is like, and I think Big Emson and Wilbur Sports Chat, you want to put your players in positions where they can succeed. Well, Ben Johnson. Right when he got his hands on the Detroit Lions offensive playbook, Asar dropped these plays. One of the first things he did was go watch Jared Goff's tape back when he was in L.A., back when he saw a working recipe for his quarterback, Jared Goff, and then he mimicked that recipe. This guy's the Bears, they just they feel inept to even do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 I guarantee you they did watch the Baltimore film, and they were trying to maybe like uh, – Incorporate some of those things, but one of the knocks on Justin Fields is his inability to read the field fast enough. We just heard it here from Lauren Cox. We are Cox Sports, and uh, <laughs> he said, you know, his, his decision making was, you know, lackluster. Obviously, their offensive line is the issue. That's why they drafted or used a first round pick to grab uh, Darnell Wright, I believe was his name. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know this coaching staff. I like, I think the Bears have something to work with. If I'm being honest with you, I just, I think Eberflus is not going to be the guy. I would be happy if he got this extra chance following this draft class because you can make the excuses, okay, Justin Fields got hurt, Yaze Blase is still a young team, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think he's a good coach. Otherwise, I think you'd start to see a lot of these things. Yeah. Like one thing with Lamar Jackson that I liked out of, uh, I forgot their new offense coordinator's name, but they started running emotions like, like you see uh, Dolphins, like you see in the Detroit Lions. It helps, man. Like I said, I remember it was either the first or second game of the year. I saw one of the most unstoppable plays I've ever seen in my entire life. For the Dolphins, Mike McDaniel called it. You get Tyreek Hill on a motion, and he's running full speed. As soon as he gets over to that other side of the field, snap the ball. He's full speed, fastest player in the league, going right at the face of a cornerback who's standing there flat-footed. And so he has to turn around start sprinting, and then he cuts it to the middle. Like, you can't stop that. He is going to be wide open every single time. That kind of innovation is brought into the NFL. That kind of innovation is what gets these guys like Ben Johnson, like Andy Reid, like Mike McDaniel, like Kyle Shanahan, like Sean McVay, the notoriety, the paychecks, and the acumen of being great play callers and play designers. The Bears don't have that. The Bears don't have that guy that you're on the sideline like, oh, shit, he's going to drop something crazy here. He's going to do this. The Lions do. Ben Johnson is somebody that defensive coordinators in the league fear. Bears don't have that call in place for for Justin Fields. So as explosive of a talent he is, as explosive of an athlete that DJ Moore is, it's it's all for naught. Yeah. Because they don't have a guy that can get them in the balls, get them get them <laughs> in the balls, get them the ball in situations that'll bring out the best and out in situations that will confuse the defense. Yeah, you know, the only guys expect to like beat us and against we probably like those one-on-one situations where again like ag said we're gonna have to be in man coverage and guys are gonna have to win those man situations obviously i'm see dj moore breaking a couple of routes and getting us if you guys like the, the bets i don't know where he's at but uh actually what was justin it was it over a thousand yards jb i forgot to even go back to you oh yeah that. yeah it was well over a thousand yards so out of 160 attempts he had 1143 yards damn and if this is like it's, it's a division game, mm-hmm. so it's going to be tighter. They're always tighter. Pause. But I think that if the Lions don't get Justin Fields on the ground at least three times, 
and he goes out there and it's air raid assault and he's throwing the ball all over the field. I even if they win, I'm gonna be upset with Aaron Glenn in the defense. You said even if they even if they win, I'll be upset with Aaron Glenn in the defense. If they don't sack Justin Fields at least three times and he goes out there and he throws the ball all over the field for three hundred plus yards. <sighs> he's not going for three hundred plus yards. But they're gonna get us a few times, bro. I know. Like, I like expect Cole, this game Cole, to be Cole like Komet's respectable and DJ Moore is a dog. You didn't like Cole Komet. I expect. No, I like Cole I Komet. Expect, I respect Cole Komet. I expect <laughs> this and to be like. It was a nightmare for the Detroit Lions last year. I expect this to be like a thirty-something to late teens, early twenties. That's fair. Like 30, 24, 30, yeah. 17. Like like 34, 34, 17. Yeah, something like that. I'm hey, I'm down with that. That makes sense to me. Um, three one third. Newsflash: Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, they're good quarterbacks. Let me tell you guys about Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness is the home of the judgment-free zone where anyone, and we mean anyone, can feel comfortable and work out on their fitness goals. At Planet Fitness, you'll experience a squeaky clean gym that has tons of equipment, a full-body workout in just 30 minutes, and all memberships include fitness training. You get all this for just $10 a month, no commitment. No matter where you are, there's a Planet Fitness close by and more than 50 in Metro Detroit and thousands throughout the world. Planet Fitness, where your fitness is essential. Stop searching for a vehicle and start finding one. Les Stanford Chevrolet Cadillac makes it easy. We harness the power of multiple dealerships and own the biggest selection of GM brands in the area to get you the car you need. With the Les Stanford Group, you'll have access to four different dealerships, providing you with more makes, more models, and more choices. We're connected to more than 1,000 vehicles, and with so many high-quality CPO vehicles available, you'll find new car quality at pre-owned prices. You can start and end your search at lesstanford.com today. Now, coming to Woodward Sports, Woodward and Main Street, the Woodward Sports Network Detroit Lions Show. Let's go! Catch Gabrielle D. Phillips, Matt Broder, and Terry Foster for all the latest news on your Detroit Lions every week. Only on the Woodward Sports Network YouTube channel and woodwardsports.com. Savor the heart of home at Big Boy with our all-new down-home comfort dishes. Feast on homestyle goodness with our southern comfort chicken bowl, veal parmigiana, and apple pie hotcakes. The down-home delight doesn't stop there. Potato pancakes are back. Dive into the richness of our perfectly crafted potatoes with our classic potato pancakes and our stuffed potato pancakes. Top off your meal with our new gingerbread shake, a seamless blend of creamy vanilla and sweet gingerbread flavors. Nothing beats the comforting taste of down-home cooking. Enjoy every bite, only at Big Boy. Come hang with the Woodward Sports Crew all throughout football season on Saturdays and Sundays. Join our college football and Detroit Lions live watch parties. Inside the five, caught, and touchdown Detroit Lions! Featuring different special guests and surprises. Start times will vary depending on the game. Only on our Woodward Sports YouTube channel. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
When it comes to your pet, don't settle. Give your pet the best. Premier Pet Supplies, hands down, (laughs) Michigan's best pet store. Family owned and operated for over 30 years. 13 Metro Detroit locations. Over 60 brands of food. Lowest prices and curbside home delivery. Premier Pet Supply. Give your pet the best at www.premierpetsupply.com. What up, welcome back to World Heavyweights Live on Winsports.com. Remember, we're easy to join my guys from Rex. Hello. I'm Chris, JB Smooth. Smash that like button. I forgot to mention to you guys. Wilbur Heavyweight's uh, veteran, OG, and legend in his own right, Micro Mike from ESPN Radio. You hear that right? Micro Mike. I'm Mike Kimber. I'm sorry. Mike Kimber. Mike Kimber from ESPN Radio will be joining the show. And if you don't know who Mike Kimber is, Shiva McKimbers. Used to be known as Micro Mike. We'll be joining the show at 6.30, so make sure you guys stay tuned for him. Uh, we've been... Uh, I feel like I've been like I've been kind of like going hard, at AG. Not hard, but like critical of him in the past few segments. Who? Us. Just you know, we called out his flaws just now. I think it's time to uh, talk some positive things. And a guy that we ride and die with, Malcolm Rodriguez, at the fullback position. So you cut the clip. I'm gonna have you introduce this my one. fucking guy, Malcolm. Hey, our guy. Come on, what are you our doing? fucking guy. Malcolm, gang bangs. Play, you know, player. <laughs> Players gonna play. Gets on the field where he can. Does his thing. When he's in there, he makes plays. Obviously, we've seen, you know, they drafted a, a high round linebacker, a first round linebacker in Jack Campbell. Anzalone's been playing out of his fucking mind so far this year. And Derek Barnes has stepped it up a little bit. So the linebacker snaps have been kind of fleeting away from Malcolm. He's been a demon on special teams, and he's been getting snaps at fullback because of the injury to. Jason Cabinda. I keep asking for the fullback wheel route. You know, Spider 3 wide banana. Put Malcolm out there. Let him show off the hands. But Ben Johnson here has something to say about Malcolm playing fullback. He, he, when we, when we uh, drafted him last year, we were in the OTAs, and, and I think it was Johnny Morton at the time was with us, and he said, golly, that guy looks just like a fullback, you know? And so... We've kind of had our eyes on. We, we mentioned something to coach back then, and uh, no, 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 he's a linebacker. He's a linebacker. But the injury to Cabinda, him being out, kind of opened the door a little bit to uh, to to kind of guide him down that road, and, and he's done a great job so far. He's a, he's a physical player, instinctive, smart, which makes the learning curve a lot better for us. And, uh, you know, I think, I think we've had some production when he's been out on the field. Shout out to Malcolm for being single-handedly responsible for Lions first down because he was the pusher of the tush. <laughs> he was the guy that pushed Jerry Gang Goff. Bangs. <laughs> Gang bangs. Pushing them tushes. Hey, he was the yo. one who pushed Jerry Goff forward on the, on, the, on the tush push they did a few weeks ago. And I'm just happy to see my guy get out there because he is a football player. He brings grit to this team he does his job he goes out there he's a hard hitter like ag's or like uh, ben johnson said he's extinct instinctive he played safety he played quarterback he obviously played linebacker he's a fantastic player glad to see him getting some opportunities and i want to see him get a route man let him run a route ben johnson i think it's gonna happen i, I think it's gonna happen in this game i wonder what his catches prop are his catches prop are over under what his catches prop is it's got to uh, be 0. 0.5. 0. Yeah, 0.5? 0.5 for sure. Yeah, I wonder what the over on that is. I was listening to that because I was driving, uh, dropping Lucas off somewhere earlier today. My son, proud papa. <laughs> um, Bro. What? 
<laughs> Hit the like button, guys. Well, you're, a, well, you're a warrior, bro. Yeah, you're wild for that, Chris. <laughs> Chris, you are wild for that. Um, I, but I, after, like, you know, we parked or whatever, I, I messaged Malcolm. I was like, bro. Because, like, he's getting a lot of reps. It's not like it was yeah. a one-time thing. Like, sometimes you see oh. one-time things where you see, like, a, a defensive tackle randomly at the fullback position. I forgot I did it a few weeks back. But with Malcolm, it, it, he's athletic enough to be there. Yeah. He's, he's, I think Ben Johnson mentioned it. I don't know if it was in that specific clip. But he mentioned, like, his lower center of gravity. And he just, he's a physical guy, a former wrestler. Obviously, we've seen him guys jack to his fucking gills. I told him, I messaged him, I said, I cannot wait. Until you get your first touchdown, yeah. Because also former safety, he's got. He's, I think he had the fastest forty out of the linebackers mm-hmm. in that class. It's coming. It's coming. Now these will be a catch, as you said. Hey yo, I think it's going to be a catch too. Like I it's said, Game Ben bang. Johnson. I know you are a man. Hey yo, of, <laughs> you're a man of wisdom. You are a man of many plays. Take one out of old John Gruden's book. I know you don't want to take the racism or sexism or homophobia what's going on? Out, of be- out of John Gruden's book. Oh, oh, sorry. John Gruden hit the... You just can- said those things. I was like, whoa, what's... John Gruden hit the cancel culture trifecta. Bet. He went to gay guys, <laughs> black dudes, and women. <laughs> he did, he's, and then the Raiders replaced hey. him with a black guy. They, uh, a black woman that had his president. Yeah, the bl- black woman is their president. Like The Raiders were like, all right, we got to get away from that. Yeah. But John Gruden's favorite play... Spider three wide banana, which is a fullback wheel route. So come on, give it to my boy Malcolm. Pause. Let him let him go out there. Let him hit that wheel route. I guarantee it'll be a touchdown. He's gonna get one. I don't know if it's gonna be this year or next year. Well, it's gonna have to be this year because I don't know if AG's gonna be here next year. It, it's coming. And he's and it's it's he's also a different style fullback. But I have this question actually for you, and, and I me and Lucas agreed on it. But actually, you know you're gonna agree on it too. Is he better than Cabinda? Yeah. Because I think what people forget about, too, Cabinda's also a, a linebacker. Well, he's got bad drops. He's for damn sure. But he's also you know, a linebacker turned fullback. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's they were running routes with Cabinda. Run some with Malcolm. Absolutely. It's coming, bro. It's just I don't know if there's something practicing in the offseason. So maybe he's like, it's a complicated scheme. So maybe he's like. Easing know. into it. Exactly. There's been a couple gang games bang. now. He's easing into the gangbang. Why do you keep saying that? I don't remember why, but it's Gang funny. Bang. I, I Gang just, bang. Hey, yo! I want to see my guy get some routes. Gang bang. <laughs> why? I want to hey, see my guy yo. get some holes. So get Gang some bang. routes, bro. <laughs> ben Johnson also talked about the, uh, the value of the other guys. High value men. <laughs> the value of the other guys on this offense. Like the Khalif Raymonds, like the Josh uh, Josh Reynoldses, and now the Donovan People Joneses. Like why? Why? Do, I did not strike the pole. Look like that, Chris. Why do you think That's that crazy. this guy loves these guys so much? Because what do they bring to the team? Like guys that are you can count on them. You can count on Khalif Raymond to be there. You can count on Josh Reynolds to be there. You can count on them to exceed their expectations, even if they aren't getting the ball as much. And that's what Ben Johnson went on to say. He's like, those guys are ready at any opportunity. Because we mm-hmm. talked about how this is kind of like the 49ers scheme, where it's not going to be yeah. the same guy. You know, people might get not get touches here yeah. or there. But whenever their number is called upon, oh, Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond, Brock Wright last week, those guys are ready to go and ready to make a difference. That's why I freaking love Ben Johnson. It's just like, it doesn't matter who it is, he's going to make it work. Like this year... We're all over the, the Sam Laporta stuff. It's, it's a great story. He's playing like phenomenally, especially for a rookie tight end. He's a mm-hmm. top five, top ten guy. But then you still had the Brock Wrights who Ben Johnson was making work last year. Set a franchise record all time. Yeah. 
with touchdowns. Like with the Brock Wrights of the world. So, I mean, Malcolm's definitely going to get one of those things. It's, it's going to come as soon as he gets uh, you know, used to this offense. That's another reason why I defend J-Mo from, like, the absolute abuse is because, like, his is going to come too. And matter of fact, we've seen it come. He's had touchdowns now. You know what I'm saying? It's, not, it's like he, everyone's going to eat on this offense. Gangbang. <laughs> we've seen it come. Everyone eats. Gangbang. Everyone eats. You think, you Gangbang. Think, uh, Do you know what EI stands for? He says, Anale, Anale, Mama, EI, EI. It's eat it. Really? Yeah. Also learned that there was a Nelly and Chingy beef. I did. I saw did that video. That? Yeah, oh, I seen that too. Murdered. Chingy murdered. Chingy massacred <laughs> that man for sure. I was being like, oh god. <laughs> do you his brains hanging out? Like, do you expect DPJ to do anything this week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. A deep BJ gangbang. DPJ gangbang. Do you expect him to do anything? This so, um, if you check the injury report, I don't know that we sent it to Chris today, but. Um, our normal kick returner, he's he's dealing with some injury, ankle injuries. He was Cleve Raymond, punt returner. I apologize. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a DBJ, Amara St. Brown, and I forgot the third name that was mentioned as possible replacements. I think at least for sure at the, the kick return spot. And I, I think Cole Dorsey probably. Yeah, Cole Dorsey. I think a punt returner, probably DBJ, just because he's done it. He's mm-hmm. he's nice at it. Gang he's bang. a high value man at it. Gang bang. And uh, offensively, I, again, I think I see him fulfilling that DJ Chark role, which. DJ Chark used sparingly was explosive. Yeah, that's what I told you. I think it might be worth stashing if you're gonna drop a kicker. I, I picked him up. Yeah, I would do it. I, but, need, I need a wide receiver on my bench for sure. We gotta get to a, a break here. Make sure you guys hit the like button. Watch me test about Hamlin Pub. Have you ever wanted a bar where everyone's a regular? Game we have bang. just the place for you. <laughs> Head to one of Hamlin Pub's seven locations and experience where everyone's a regular. Experience your new favorite pub for all things sports. They've got half off pizza on Tuesdays. They've got beer and food specials for every NFL game and all Michigan sports games. So make sure you guys go check it out. Hamlin Pub, where everyone's a regular. We've just received word. The world's cannabis supply has vanished. The public is outraged and has taken to the streets in response to this tragedy. The individual responsible acted alone, and we can only hope they will make things right soon. Sports own Jeff Iafrady, along with special WSN guests for the most anticipated Lions season in decades. Filled with different surprises and expert analysis. You're not going to want to miss out. Go to our Woodward Sports YouTube channel on Sundays and tune in live from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. At work and at home, we're there with smarter security solutions. Featuring complete automation with customized alerts and more. For over 90 years, we've been the company that's been counted on to protect what matters most, all with personalized service and care. Right now, for a limited time, receive a free video device plus free installation with a new home system. Guardian Alarm. We protect Michigan. BullseyeEventGroup.com. You guys come on down for free drinks, free food, and a game day party. <laughs> Make sure you guys head over to BullseyeEventGroup.com for your tickets or for a chance for free ones. DM uh, Lions, VIP, Wilbur Sports, IG. Gangbang. What up, though? Welcome back to the Gangbang. WilburSports.com. I'm your boy, Easy Joe, my guys from RX. Young Chris, JB Smooth. Smash that like button. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Share the stream. 
Um, I see you guys are still going about AG for a little bit there, but we had to get it some love for our guy Malcolm. Uh, coming up soon, we will have Michael Mike join the show, so make sure you smash the like button for him as well. Smish, smish, smish. I lost my first page of press. Here it is. Got covered up with gangbang juices. <laughs> Somebody had a good comment in there. I wanted to address in the Wolver Sports chat. Back to the AG stuff. I, I wanted to address it, but we're just kind of moving on to the Malcolm stuff. How about this, though? We'll keep it on offensive side of the ball and positive things. Play that video of uh, first, actually, play the one from Jameer Gibbs on the Amara St. Brown podcast. All right. For David right now, because I was supposed to come out, and David came out. He came and got me. And then, we was, then, he, then he was like, uh, he was like, John, you want it? I was thinking, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, let me get it. So he was like, bet. And he just ran out, and then he let me get it. So props to uh, big bro, Demo. Good guy. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah, real great, quick, great, real, real guy. I know DeAndre Swift's punching air right now. Because that motherfucker Jamal Williams was never doing that shit last year. He was taking all those touchdowns. How many times did we see uh, DeAndre Swift get down at like the one or the five and Jamal Williams – yeah, just trots in there. You know, go take a seat, buddy. And <laughs> he was never giving that shit up. At least Demon's a nice guy. Yeah, I, I love that. Uh, bro, bro that, is, that's crazy for him to like. Uh, not crazy. No, it is crazy. It, it's like I don't know. I think everybody wants the, the, the touchdowns. And then for some reason too, I remember like because I'm trying to make a trade for David Montgomery. Why well, he's I, I think his value could be you could sell someone on being lower because of those goal line touches by Jameer. But then I come to find out that it wasn't like. You know, it wasn't scheme that Jameer runs those plays. It was just Demon hopping out and showing some love to the young guy who, yeah. honestly, needs he all the confidence it. boost. Yeah, well, he needs the confidence boost at the you know the slow start. Like, and he deserved it. He got there. He Absolutely. got that all the way down to the one yard line. He deserves to punch it in. Shout out to Demon. And then Demon had a, yes, one of his own seventy five yard touchdown of his own. Exactly. I love how much this guy's bought into because do we have the other video of Demon talking yes, about the situation? Do. You know, a blessing, but definitely, like you said, it's a healthy competition. So yeah, it's good. How does that some keep of you healthy here too? Like, you know, to be able to mix the carries up like that, and yeah. Have to be a guy that's just getting hounded out 30, 35 times a mm -hmm. game. Just how much beneficial do you think that'll be come week 16, 17, 18? Yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, beneficial. You know, um, you know, I believe that uh, you need two good backs to to go to the the full distance, and um, we have that. We really have um three and Craig too. So. Um, just being able to be in a position in a situation where you got um, a bunch of guys in our room, but ultimately we got a bunch of guys on offense that can make any time plays. So um, it's a good problem to have. Listen, when, when Dave Montgomery was signed here in Detroit, one of the things that was said about him is that he is a Dan Campbell guy. Mm -hmm. And when you, if you're a Lions fan or you've been watching the team for a long time, not a long time, but the past three years, you know how Dan Campbell guy is one that's gonna. He's all about the team. He's all about the win at the end of the day, and he's gonna bust his ass accomplishing both those goals. King big. So when he me he mentions the three-headed monster, because initially, <laughs> three-headed monster, King bang. <laughs> when he mentions that, he means it. Yeah. And, and he's fully open to a committee because he wants to win. He's been in a losing situation in Chicago for his first four years in the league, and as a deserving talent too, who's mm -hmm. like good enough to go on somewhere else and win and be part of a winning organization. So he's absolutely down for the W in the gangbang. He, he wants to go all in on the gangbang and, and run the three-headed committee. He's, he's all about it. And and I but I, I love that because that is what it takes to win in the National Football uh, League. Yeah. You look at the Jared Goff Super Bowl team with the Rams. They got there. But Todd Gurley was out of gas. He injured his knee. Mm -hmm. Couldn't get nothing done. But you have two good running backs, like David said, and Jameer and him. You makes just, it easier on both of them. It makes it so much easier. And I just feel like offensive, like the, football, 
is the most team sport, more than any other sport. You go to the NBA, you have guys like LeBron James take over games and win rings. Uh, same thing with Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, we've seen do it, Michael Jordan, the list goes on and on. The NFL, you could have stars. Mm-hmm. You have, the, the, you know, Mike, Patrick Mahomes loses games when it comes to playoffs. And it comes, well, I guess not that much. He's nice like that. But, yeah. but Tom Brady's lost Super Bowls to Nick Foles. Nick Foles is a backup quarterback yeah. because of team play. It's the ultimate team game. So the, the fact that, one, the veteran leader in that room is just preaching that to this guy in his first year who is a superstar or has you know, superstar capabilities, you, you like him that, to think that way so he's not selfish or you know becomes like a little bit of a diva or whatever may come of him being a, an elite running back because he has the possibility of doing that. And then, two, that's just how you win games, man. And I love that the Detroit Lions are preaching that to these players, and they believe that, too. It even goes to the wide receiver room. We, I've seen, quite arguably, the best wide receiver in the league in Calvin Johnson here. And it equated to zero playoff wins. Mm-hmm. But you see what I see out here winning in modern-day football? The wide receiver duo. You got freaking Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Yeah. Uh, you got Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle, A.J. Brown and, and freaking uh, Devontae Smith. Smith. Like yeah. it's, just, it, it's, it's more team play. That's how you win games. And that everyone's, the fact that these guys are as good as they are and also bought into that concept, I, just, I, I fucking love it. Yeah, because that's how good you know, coordinators and defenses and stuff like that are now is they'll take away your first option. If you have the one guy, if you keep going to the one guy, they're going to take that away. So you need to be able to play off of that. And these guys have such a good relationship and such a good – I don't, they complement each other so well. Is David, like I said, it's like lightning and thunder. It's like what we saw in New Orleans with the same coaching staff of the uh, Kamara and Ingram. One guy's the hammer, the other guy is I don't, the screwdriver. I don't know what to say in that situation, but he makes things happen on the outside with his quickness, with his shiftiness, while David Montgomery is just boom, right in the mouth, boom, right in the mouth. He helps so much. Hey, you saw yo. how much of a difference that made in the red zone from week to week. And I'm just excited both of these guys are going at the same time. And it definitely helps when you have the best offensive line in the NFL creating these these gaping holes, creating these giant spaces for them to run through. It is impressive. And having two backs work in sync together just cuts down the workload on them, each of them, in half. So they can stay healthier, so they can stay fresher, so they can be ready for the playoffs. So we don't have to give David Montgomery 32 carries against the Green Bay Packers because we know – uh, that Jameer Gibbs can go in there and he can make similar things happen. He can Game make man. plays happen. He can be a guy who can run between the tackles, run outside, catch the ball, do different things. So Demont is not getting worn down, and we have them both at full health or as healthy as they can be when we're going into games that actually mean something. Um, love it. And I think it means bright things for the future of the Detroit Lions. But I'm sorry. I, I, I got to just Scott Paul. Just carrying on the AG narrative. It, it, that man loves Aaron Glenn. Crazy, easy. Just crazy. If he did do that, Hutch would be used more appropriately. Hey, Paul, defensive genius. You, you make yourself out to be here. What ways do you, uh, what ways do you, you plan on using Hutch that AG's not? Is it on the inside? Because Hutch takes snaps on the inside. Is it in a two-point stance? Because... That was a very public situation that went down there when Hutch started taking two-point stands in his rookie year last year. What, what ways? Is it, is it switching to the other side of the defensive line? Because A.G. and Hutch have been doing that too. I, I, we need answers. And at some point, you just have to also admit the Hutch just he ain't there yet. The, the product's not complete. The, the bread's not done. It's not, it's not ready to come out the oven. Or 
Maybe it was a sour batch. Still, you know, edible. Aiden Hutchinson is still a good player. But I, th- I think, I, I don't remember who commented it. It was in, during yesterday's stream. But they said that Aiden has, like, he has the the the, the want, the will, the, uh, the athleticism to, like, make the initial rush. But he doesn't have, like, the, the twitch and, like, the... Uh, what word am I looking for? It's natural ability. Just hawk the quarterback and just land the sack. And I and I when he said that, as much as I hated to agree with it, I I do agree because do. What do we see out of Hutch consistently? Over pressures, pressures, right? But over pursuing the quarterback and not laying the sack like from there. Even times where he's a wide open from a blocker, over pursuing guys is missing it. I think it's fair to say he might not have the bend of like one of those natural like edge rushers who can just make those like. I mean, James Houston is one guy was taken in the fifth round, but he has a hell of a bend, and obviously it's helping him get to the quarterback. I think Hutch has everything else there, and that's why I say he's a better football player than Kayvon Sebado, but I can see Kayvon being a better edge rusher than a day because he has that knack of – he has that ability. The bend, the, the wherewithal, like it's just – I think we have to come to grips with that maybe at some point with Aiden Hutchinson. But I, also, the chapter's not closed. The book's no, not I, th- I think Hutch is going to be a great player in this league. I think he's going to be an elite pass rusher in this league. He just uh, – he's going through a rough patch, man. It's tough. It's tough. He's he's doing all the right things except for finishing, and so we need to get him. Like this is a get right game for Hutch. I think he has mm-hmm. a sack and a half in this game. I think he gets to Justin Fields and he gets him on the ground, because yeah. although Justin Fields can move around, he gets sacked a lot, and yeah. he is a big guy. So it's not somebody that's gonna like duck under Hutch or like Justin Fields is a big dude. So Hutch will be able to get his hands on him. I think he'll put him on the ground. Uh, Paul Thomas, so this is a rebuttal. I'm just not hearing it too. I'm not sure you have seen how other defensive coordinators operate. That's all. They scheme. They make adjustments. For um, brother, I, this is not what I asked you. I asked you to tell me how you want to see Aiden Hutchinson utilized other than the ways we haven't seen him. Do you want him at safety? He is getting held pretty bad. Do you want him uh, drop back into coverage at that cornerback? Maybe like a nickel spot? Because I mean, J- JB, have we seen Hutch on the inside? Have we seen him rush from the inside? Yes. I- have we yeah. this season? Because I feel like he's all just been in one spot, whereas last season you kind of moved him around a little bit a lot more on the defense. That's where he got the majority of those sacks. So, I mean, if AG's willing to do that, then I can see that. But I, I don't know. I feel like he's just kind of comfortable where he's at in his position in his role. So, No, we've seen him everywhere. You've seen him on the opposite side of the line. you see him in the middle of the line. I mean, last year he was ridiculed for it, and I, I don't like it either. He, but he does get interceptions. We've seen him drop back into coverage. Maybe that's what Paul Thomas wants. Maybe he wants to see Aiden Hutchinson at, uh, at cornerback, and maybe he thinks the defense would be more effective then. I just at some point, you guys have to just be realistic that this shit is not fucking Madden. And the quarterbacks that are killing these, this team, that, again, you can't name me a top ten player. I think maybe Kirby's getting close. I mean, do we have any player on the defense that's top ten at their position? Yes. Who? Anzalone. No. Yeah. No. Yes. Alex Anzalone's not top 10. Alex Anzalone this year is a top 10 linebacker. I don't think that. I mean, he's playing really well. I wouldn't say he's a top 10 linebacker. I would. I mean, maybe you could make an argument for this year. Yeah, that's what we're talking about is this year. I don't I'm not talking about all time. I'm talking about this year on the field. Anzalone has been a top 10 linebacker. Well, I mean, if, if that's the case, though, I mean, that's a hat off to AG in that scenario, too. Yeah, oh, for sure. But we do have Michael Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mike Kimber from ESPN Radio. Join the show. Can we talk to him? Maybe we'll get his thoughts on AG. I have a feeling he may not be as happy as you guys are too. But first, I got to tell you about. Actually, JB's got to tell you about Favorite Pan Company, right? No, that's you. 
Didn't know why I got yelled at for yesterday? Yeah, but me and JB had a talk before the show. We're just like, ah, well, you know, Easy's done it like three times in a row, so we'll just let it, wow. we'll just let it stay easy. But one day. Well, for over 60 years, Fairway Pack Company has been providing Michigan's finest hotels, restaurants, go. and casinos with prime Wagyu beef, dry-aged beef, and all that above. Make sure you guys stop at Gross Point Woods store for grab-and-go steaks or visit them at fairwaypacking.com. Gabby is a college student struggling to study for her big exam. Then she discovered Cintron, a healthy way for her to stay awake and focus. Jennifer frequently has chaotic days like this until she gets online, orders some Cintron, and finds her groove. April visited her local grocery store, purchased a case of Cintron, and entered to win the Cintron 100K Vegas giveaway. Pick up your case of Cintron today at any Meyer location or visit drinkcintron.com Vegas and enter for the 100K Vegas giveaway. Woodward Sports own Tom Mazaway and Sam Stick Day will be hosting our Lions postgame show after every Lions game all season long. Tune into the Woodward Sports YouTube channel for his hot off the press takes, game analysis, and Kool Aid sipping celebrations. You won't want to miss it. Join Maz, Stick, and special guests each week immediately following every Lions game exclusively on the WSN YouTube channel. How would you like to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice? One for you and one for your wife, your girlfriend, or your best bud. Get to Lady Jane's today for an award-winning haircut and automatically enter for your chance to win. Courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. Lady Jane's. Open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, how would you like to win a $100,000 Vegas getaway? <laughs> Take your closest friends and live it up in the city that never sleeps. Would I? You can. With Cintron Energy. It's the Cintron Energy. Drink it and wow. live it. Purchase a 24-pack today and enter for your chance to win. You can do that at drinkcintron.com slash Vegas and buy Cintron at your local Meyer store. Cintron, the healthier energy drink with great taste for the people who desire to look good, feel good, and be the best versions of themselves. Go to drinkcentron.com slash Vegas. Chris, I would I was gonna say that that Steph Curry jersey is dope, but you kind of give me like Fortnite kid vibes wearing it. And <laughs> Fortnite kid vibes. JB, that jersey's hard as fuck. Is the Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow LSU? LSU boy, the Nike Joe that. Burrow LSU jersey. That bitch is sick. Um. Well, welcome to the gangbang. <laughs> I'm easy. Spin more racks, young Chris. JB I, I see Smooth. what you mean, bro. Steph Curry's like, it's my only non-pissing jersey I have currently that like actually fits me. Like I had a little some LeBron jersey from back in the day, but it's the only one. I feel you. Not not she said that. It's like yeah. it's like damn. This is the one jersey that like everybody owns. Yeah, like every kid <laughs> under the age of like 18 has a has a Steph Curry jersey. Yeah. I wanted I wanted actually to I wear it because I wanted, of I wanted I wanted I wanted, I wanted no I wanted to wear a Draymond Green but I don't have a Draymond Green so that's why I wore it. That's fair. Shout out shout out Draymond free Green. Free my for, boy. Yeah, free my boy. He ain't do nothing wrong. Facts. Nothing. Fred Warner, Roquan Smith, Demario Davis, Demario Davis, 
Who's the guy in Tampa? Devin White. Matt Milano. Not Devin White. Levante David. Levante David. Alex Anzalone. No. Look up his stats, Bobby bro. Bobby Wagner. Look up his stats. CJ Mosley. Dre Greenlaw. Anzalone has better stats than Dre Nick Greenlaw. Nick Bolton. I mean, look it up. I'm being curious to see. But we do have a guest waiting. To, uh, somebody else is going to join the gang, bang along with us, and that's Mike Kimber from ESPN Radio. Shut up. He's not. Oh. Rip. Oh. Oh, he, say, he texted me, says, in. Well, how about, no. uh, you got the, do you pull up the stats or whatever? I got them right here. By the way, too, like, I, 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 Psych- I've been saying this okay. since. Oh, is it? No, I'm just saying, like, that was funny because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm asking right if it's here. blue. Um, I don't go, like, mainly off tackles when it comes to, like, linebackers. Like, I, yeah. It's more of like an eyeball thing. Would you go off, like, him being the best I mean, pass coverage nice. linebacker in the NFL? I mean, you go PFF, but uh, sure, if you want. I mean, I mean that. That doesn't matter. What else would you go off of to make, like, three sacks? Uh, I do like the sacks. Let's see. I think he's great for us. I just don't know that he's top ten. I mean, similar like the retired argument for Jared Goff is like, yeah, he's really good in the system right now, but I don't know if he's a top ten guy. Three sacks, five tackles for loss, five passes defend. Um, do you have this, like, matched up alongside other, like, linebackers or just? No. I'm just looking at his stats. Do you want to, like, rank it and, like, you know what I'm saying? And see where he falls there? I mean, he's having a good year. I just don't. Even if, that still helps the case. It's okay. There's one guy that we're even considering top 10 right now at the position. We look at top 10 defenses right now in the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns, who also just had 30 points scored on each of those teams, by Mm -hmm. the way. By the Browns. That's the, you know, Deshaun Watson and no Nick Chubb scored 30 points on the Ravens and vice versa. You can name top 10 players. When it comes to the Detroit Lions team, that is top 10. The only argument we're coming up with right now is Alex Deloney. And no, Aiden has performed to that of a top 10 player. I think he can be that. The, the hope is that he is that at some point down the road. I just, I just don't think it is. And, and then again. So this was going into week seven. NFL.com had him ranked ninth. Off-ball linebacker. Nice. Behind, or who's tenth? Tenth is Bobby O. Creekry. <laughs> I feel like you made that up. Bobby or about Bobby Creek? Bobby or Kiki? I'll say this. Um, and, and I'm, I'll retire that. I just, I just hate looking at chat and see it. It was like the golf goblingness that was happening with the MVP and all that shit. The AG stuff does get to me. I like a lot because it's just, it's just, it's just stupid. It just—it's like, like literally dumb. Like, you, like you, you, you don't watch the game clearly to see that, like, Cam Sutton's guys up there. are getting. I don't beat. know if he's top ten. All people saying in the chat, Cam Sutton. Yeah. But I forgot what I was saying because you interrupted me. Thanks, you rude asshole. You're just bitching you. about the chat. Well, you should wait to read a fucking comment while I'm talking, Dick. Do we have Mike yet? Nope. Fucking hell, man. We're just gonna have him call in. Um, do you guys want to go? To, you want to go to break real quick and just try to work this thing out with Mike? You want to do that? I, I mean, I think what? we should do a topic. If he's not going to be here, he's not going to be here. What's want to work on getting him, and then we come back and do a topic. I, I mean, I, I, I can't multitask and talk. You go ahead talk, and I'll, I'll work with Mike. All right. Well, yeah. Do we have the uh, the power rankings from yesterday? Uh, I can grab those. Give me two seconds. Because yeah, we did do a power ranking, and we're going to talk about that. But while we're trying to get Mike on Mike. 
Can you get the, a new link, too? The Lions defense has made players better. Like, uh, Aaron Glenn has made some players better so far in the Lions defense. I think Alex Anzalone is a big part of that. You know, when you look at his first year in uh, the Lions uniform, he led the league in missed tackles. It was tough. His last year, he played a very he played very good. He was a very solid linebacker. And this year, he's just playing absolutely out of his mind. He's one of the best coverage linebackers in the league. He's out there making plays, doing things happen. He's third on the team in sacks. And it, it's awesome to see him flourish in this defense like this when he was kind of you know, cast aside, I think everybody at the beginning of the year was like, oh, they drafted Jack Campbell to be his replacement. And maybe that put a fire under him, lit a fire under him to go out there and have the amazing performance that he has so far this season. It's been great to watch. It's been great to watch him grow as a player. But uh, we did, you know, we do our NFL rankings, our, our power rankings for the season. And we were going to do it yesterday, but obviously there was a lot of breaking news, so we didn't get to it. So here's my NFL power rankings so far for this week. At number 10. Oh, oh. Did not know that the overlay got changed. Sorry. At, at number 10, I have the Bengals. I think, you know, even though they took a loss last week, they're I think they're going to get right tonight. I do. They're they're playing for their lives tonight. I think they'll go out there and get the, they got a lot of potential on that team. At number 9, I got the Browns. It is insane what they'd be doing. They if they had a quarterback who had a pulse, like Deshaun Watson sucks and I can't even remember the other guy's name, the uh, XFL guy. His name's slipping me right now, but if they had a quarterback with a pulse, they would probably be the Super Bowl favorite because of how good their defense is. And I love Amari Cooper. I got a soft spot for him. Number eight, I got the Seahawks. I think they'll still go out there, make things happen, make some plays. They got a great offense. The defense is getting better. And they have a Super Bowl winning coach in Pete Carroll. At number seven, I got the Dallas Cowboys. I know they went out there and they beat up on a terrible Giants team. So that's why I don't have I saw people have them in their top five. I can't really do that just yet. I want to see them play some better teams than the Giants and some of the other guys they've been playing so far this year. At number six, I got the Dolphins. They're still up in the air. We don't know. Can they beat good teams? Can they beat bad teams? Because the Bills look like a bad team. But I still, I got to give respect to that offense. I got, they're getting A-chain back. I think in week 11, he's supposed to come back. He's definitely going to help them. Jalen Ramsey's kind of easing into things. And the Dolphins, I still have them as a problem. And number five, I got the Detroit Lions. They're going to go out there and, you know, they've got the second best record in the NFC they make plays. They beat teams. They just beat a good Chargers team that was kind of fighting for their playoff life, and they won the shootout on the road. So that impressed me a lot. At number four, I got the San Francisco 49ers. Man, San Francisco 49ers, they looked good. They looked really good. Brock Purdy looked like he shook off the rust. That bye week definitely helped them. Obviously, getting Chase Young, that defensive line, is even scarier than ever. They're going to make things happen, and it's impressive to see what they've been doing with all of the pieces that they have on offense and defense. And number three, I got the Baltimore Ravens. Had to knock them down a little bit, but I still think they have one of the most complete teams in football. They have one of, if not the best defense in football, a fantastic head coach in John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson, who is having a great season so far. Number two, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. What can I say about them? They're being the Chiefs. They are Patrick Mahomes. They're going out there. They're going to run it back. They're probably going to win the division. They're going to end up in the AFC Championship game. They're a fun team to watch, and their defense is doing it this year. Their defense is leading them this year, and it's awesome to watch how much they've grown on that side of the ball. The guys like Trent McDuffie, the guys like Nick Bolton, excuse me, George Karloftis. It's fun to watch them play defense. They have a great defense this year. And then at number one, I got the Eagles. 
I think the Eagles are the best team in football. They they have probably the best roster head to toe in football. Offense loaded with playmakers. They have the second best offensive line in football, second best behind the Detroit Lions. They probably have the second best defensive line in football behind the San Francisco 49ers. Their secondary is back, it's healthy, it's making plays. That Jalen Hurts to AJ Brown connection is almost unstoppable. So I got the Eagles at number one. Number one. Yeah. In your hearts. Mike Kimber, ladies and gentlemen. We got on the phone lines. Shout out to VMix. Why don't we go to break now? And then crazy. We'll, then we'll oh, now this guy wants to go to break. Well, we have three All minutes right. until All right, let's go to break, and we get back. We'll have Mike Kimber on. Tell us about Lady Jane's. Lady Jane's. Come to Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men for an award-winning haircut experience and register to win a trip of your dreams and all expenses paid suite for the 2024 NCAA tournament. That's right. No expenses spared for you and five of your best buds. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. Open seven days a week. Walk in any time. It's wicked awesome. Since the dawn of moving people, Chevrolet has led the way. The world of transportation is changing. At Feldman Chevrolet, we are leading the charge forward. With every electric vehicle, every mile traveled, one Feldman at a time. The company that puts more Chevys on Michigan roads is now the number one name for Chevy electric vehicles. Brace yourselves, Detroit. As the sun begins to set, two of Woodward Sports' brightest young stars will be taking the mic for a brand new show. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. The dog days in Detroit are over, and the boys are unleashed. Join in on the banter and hop on the bandwagon of the number one night show on the internet. Tune in to the Woodward Sports YouTube channel every weeknight from 8 to 10 p.m. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. Feldman Auto, number one Chevy dealer in the state of Michigan. Make sure you visit FeldmanAuto.com and catch more sports there every other Monday live. Feldman Auto, Chevrolet, Novi. Now, as promised, the moment we've all been waiting for, Micro Mike. I'm sorry, Mike Kimber of ESPN Radio. I apologize. What up, though, Mike? Hey, hey, what's going on, fellas? How you guys doing? Pretty good, pretty good. How you feeling, Mike? It's been a while. I am feeling pretty good at seven and two. I, I must say that uh, makes your mood very well. And with the next two games coming up, look, nine and two is very possible. So, yes, feeling great. I, I am too. I, th I think these next two games, like you said, they're very winnable, very very solid matchups for the Lions to go out there and get to nine to two. And the first question I have, the first question I want to ask you is about the newbie, the new guy on the block in Detroit, Bruce Irvin. They brought him in here. He's obviously a 36 year old pass rusher. So I personally don't know how much he is going to bring to the table or how much production he's going to have at least on the field for this team. But what are your thoughts on Bruce Irvin and what he can bring to this Lions team? Look, we needed somebody, someone else to get to the passer. We're having a lot of issues at the defensive line. Charles Harris, he's not getting it done. Romeo, Julian, 
I mean, John Kaminsky. So why not give a shot to somebody that has done it at a high level? And it's not just him doing it in the regular season. He was with a team that went all the way to the Super Bowl, and he's been it when the crunch time is required. In the playoffs, there's no messing around. You have to have players that can take their game up a notch, and I think he could help out a little bit. Not sure about the production, but at least get these players to compete at a higher level. Mike, we uh, speaking of the defense, obviously I, I think they need a body there. And, and I know AG, I'm not going to say he's the best offensive coordinator in the league. I definitely don't think people should be calling for his job. I think it's absolutely ludicrous. Obviously, you're in the industry. You work alongside all, former All-Pro Herman Moore. I've had the opportunities of growing relationships with guys like Glover Quinn, Darius Slay. When I'm at loss for words, or I just, I just, I'm not fully convinced of myself what's going on. I, I reach out to those guys, and they tell me, you know, so these guys are getting beat. There are adjustments being made, but you know, at some point, guys have to win these one-on-one matchups, especially when you're playing great quarterbacks like that. What, what has been your make from AG's, uh, I guess, performance on the year? Yeah, I think it's split here because in, in favor of AG's correct, there's players that's not winning their one-on-one matchups, specifically the defensive line, and it's carrying through the linebacking core and all the way to the secondary. The lack of communication that's taking in the back end is hurting, and that's what happens when you don't have a C.J. Gardner-Johnson who you relied upon. With that said, there has been mistakes that A.G. has made. Calling for his head right now to, to be fired at 7-2 and two would not be a smart move. That's something they can talk about at the end of the year. They need to get straightened. They need to get pass rush, and I think if the Lions get pass rush and better communication with C.J. Gardner-Johnson come back, you'll see the defense improve. There is some good stats part this defense. Rushing yards per game, they're the third best in the NFL, only allowing 79.1. And yards allowed per game, 310.7. That's ninth. There's some good stats. they got to get it better. they got to improve. We'll see as the season goes along, but I think it's a mixture of both players not doing their job and some issues with communication. Yeah, I think uh, – I forgot that Dan Kimmel didn't mention that during the last game, the communication, of the, the no huddle. And, again, those are things that teams do to catch defenses off kilter. And I, I don't know, man. I just – I guess I'm worked up because I'm sitting here and I had to read the comments in the live chat. And I just they just come off as ignorant. But it's my fault for feeding into it. I I am defending Glenn. And I just I, – I don't know. I, just, I feel like it's, it's a lot of – people are, are just going to the extreme with it, especially when you consider the fact it's Lamar Jackson and freaking Justin yeah. Herbert. At some point, like, you have to, like, I don't understand how that part is blinking in these people's brains. Yeah, I think they see the improvements in this team through offense the past three years. You're seeing a progression of this this offense do so well, and the defense, you're waiting at some point, you know, when is it going to get up to the offense? Now, look, more resources have been put towards the offense, right? We've made trades. You're drafting high players like Panay Sewell. you got players like Amon Ross St. Brown. And when you look at the defense, it's just not there yet. Yes, you have drafted Aiden Hutchinson, but there's some issues right there. You're seeing players like Jack Campbell, who you drafted, is not becoming an instant instant game wrecker at this point. It takes a little bit of time. So, look, fans are irritated, but at the same time, we're 7-2, and two, folks. You know, you can't. everything cannot be perfect. It's not like you're going to have the number one offense, number two defense, and, and the number one special teams and just go all the way to the Super Bowl with all pro players. Yeah, I think they're definitely going to have to, you know, step it up a little bit, especially when it comes to getting to the quarterback and getting the quarterback on the ground. Aiden Hutchinson, you know, sitting at four, four and a half sacks. He's been sitting there for about a month now. 
over a month now. Like, what do you, what do you see going on there with the defensive line and, and trying to get? They've gotten pressures, and I'm kind of sick about hearing hearing about the pressures. I want to see some sacks. But what do you make of the lack of sacks out of that defensive line unit, especially Aiden Hutchinson? Yeah, it's it's irritating. I think we all can see it right before the trade deadline. A lot of us were talking we should get a Montez Sweat or a Chase Young, somebody opposite that will help free up Aiden Hutchinson, but they didn't do it. Nobody opposite of him is doing anything. Thus, teams adjust really quickly. I'll throw an extra guy. I'll chip Aiden Hutchinson, and it just makes his job 100 times harder. And he's not doing what Nick Bosa is doing, right? He's not one of those guys. And so you're seeing the lack of production resulting in, yes, we get pressures, but we're not getting home. We're not getting sacks. Also, it's, it's the quarterbacks you're going against, right? We're, Justin Herbert's a little bit mobile quarterback. You have Lamar Jackson mobile. Jimmy Garoppolo, where you get sacks, when the guy's a statue. And so we got to make adjustments on this defensive line. These guys got to win their one-on-ones. Or, you know, in the offseason, they're going to have to upgrade that position. I have this question, too, Mike, since, you know, ESPN Radio guy now. Uh, do you get those fancy MVP votes? Or are you cashing one in for Jared Goff this year? Ooh, MVP. Look, I, I think Jared Goff has a case for it, but I'm not going to lie. If I, if I was to do an MVP right now, C.J. Stroud, what he's doing over there for the Houston Texans as a rookie quarterback, making this team uh, consistently win, going into Cincinnati winning, and they have a potential to win their division. I think what he's doing right now, I would have him as my MVP. Uh, Lamar Jackson up there at some point. But Jared Goff, yeah, he could be in the conversation for sure. Yeah, I uh, I got a bet right on this one, too, with one of our uh, one of the guys in the Wilbur Sports chat. And uh, three hundred sixty dollars coming my way coming into the season, Mike. What do you uh, what do you, what do you make of DPJ? Speaking of uh, MVP Jared Goff, how, how do you think he's going to be utilizing this offense? Ah, you know what I like about Dunbar Peoples Jones the fact he's a different receiver from what we have. Six mm-hmm. two, he's a little bigger, thicker, and physical. I think he can do well in the red zone. A couple of years ago, we got Anquan Bolden. That's what he reminds me of. He's not going to be the number one guy, but he could be someone that we can rely on to get some big downs and touchdowns. I like it. It's, it's a six-round pick in 2025, and having somebody that can play the X like that, I think is, is a net positive to the Lions offense and just makes an offense right now that's one or two in the NFL just even stronger for defenses to rip their hair out of. And what do you make of this uh... – I don't. I don't want to say battle, but like, who who is going to be the number two receiver on this team when the season is at the end, or when you're rolling into the playoffs with all these guys they have out there? We thought it was Josh Reynolds for a while because of the combination that, or the the chemistry that Jared Goff has with him. Now they're kind of going away from it. Outside of Laporta, I'm not talking pass catchers. I mean straight receivers. Like, do you think Donovan Peoples Jones can fill that role? Ooh, that's quite difficult. Remember, it took a little bit of time for Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Jared Goff to get on the same page as rookie year. It took some time to get uh, last year getting the wide receiver who went over there to the Carolina Panthers get on the same page, who we absolutely love. And it's taken a little bit of time right now. So I think for the number two, it's going to be a mix between Josh Reynolds and Khalif Raymond at this point. As much as I would love to see Jamison Williams get there, he's not there yet. Donovan Peoples-Jones is too new. So I'm going to go stick with one of those guys to be the, num- the number two, but let's be honest here, Jared Goff spreads the football around to everybody on offense, so just because you're proclaimed as number two doesn't really mean that he's going to get the number two amount of snaps and, and yards for for uh, receiver position. Probably not. 
uh, Mike, what do you think yes. about uh, Ben Johnson, man? I, I, it's coming down to it. I, I know we're talking about like Tanner Strain. How, how confident are you and JG and the rest of the team uh, continue to do well and perform at top ten level without their offensive coordinator if he does get the head coaching job? Oh, I love Ben Johnson. I, I, I think he is a wizard. Um, I think he just knows, he has the feel for the game, has the feel how to operate with all the players. Now, if he was to go to another team and we lose him, I have absolutely no doubt right now that they're grooming other individuals to be an offensive coordinator. You still got the pieces, right? You still got a top offensive line. You still got weapons galore in the running game as well as the wide receiver position. Quarterback right there, Jared Goff is taking command. I think the offense... Would it it take a step back? Possibly. But will it still be really, really good? Absolutely it would. Uh, Just because you lose one coordinator doesn't result in this offense taking a gigantic collapse. You've got to have players as well who can get the job done, and that's what they have right now in offense. It's going to be like that for a long time. You'll get St. Brown. You know he's going to be here. This offensive line is going to continue to get better because he's got a great offensive uh, mind regarding coaching the offensive line. you got good running backs. This offense is still going to be good even if he's not here. And, and uh, before we let you go, I just wanted to ask, what do you think about the uh, defensive line rotation that they've been doing, but the interior defensive line? Like, you look at it, Ali McNeil's having a great year. He's going to be there for a while. They seem to be favoriting uh, Benito Jones a lot, and they're using him a lot. And then when you look at Isaiah Bugs and Broderick Martin and Levi Ozerike, well, Levi barely plays. And I feel like Isaiah Bugs and Broderick Martin are, like, swapping out games where one isn't active and the other one's playing. How do you think that's going to work out when it gets down into it and we get into the playoffs where I, I think they need more cohesive unit or guys that are, are there together rather than just swapping them out every week. Yeah, look, I get it, them swapping players out throughout the game, right? You, you need to give people break, but like you were saying, every other week it's a different rotation. Broderick Martin's in, Levi's out. You know, uh, Bugs is out, and someone else is in. At some point, you got to have somewhat of a cohesion. It's just like the offensive line. And the problem is that no one really outside of Lee McNeil is making that big stride to be another guy you want to place on the field at all times. And so that's the problem there. I think Isaiah Bugs is probably the closest, right? Benito Jones is in there. But uh, when you go against other teams and really good offensive lines like the Philadelphia Eagles, like the Dallas Cowboys, you need to have a little bit more from the interior. I love what they're doing stopping the run, but we do need to get pressure up the middle. And like you said, somebody else has got to stick out. Somebody else has got to be another Lee McNeil out there. Man, I can't wait to this next year's draft. Just mm-hmm. because, I, I, I mean, I know they're ahead of schedule, and that's why I was so eager to like grab another piece so we could just go all the way. And, and again, as a guy who I understand his defense, I've never called uh, Aaron Glenn a messiah. I, I've never, like, said he was the best defensive coordinator or claimed this is the best defense. But I wanted a, another defensive piece for that very reason. It doesn't feel like they're that playoff caliber defense when it comes against those elite quarterbacks. So I can't wait to next year's draft to see what uh, Brad Holmes ends up cooking up with because he didn't go and grab that Chase Young or Montez Sweat or any of those guys. What position would you take first, though, Mike, before we let you get going? Absolutely right now I'm looking at take edge. The Detroit Lions need another young edge rusher that can actually make a difference. Whether that would be in the NFL draft or in free agency, if they want to get a D.J. Hunter, they must address 
the edge position opposite of Aiden Hutchinson. If Aiden's going to look bad, this defensive line is going to continue to suck, and teams are going to be able to throw on us at will. If you want to be a Super Bowl contender, we need help on that defensive line. Go fix it in the offseason, and hey, maybe next time we're 8-1 and or 9-0 and at this point. Man, it'd be crazy. I'm looking forward to that one, too. Uh, Mike, you want to shout out your show and, and where they, people can catch you and your content? Yeah, you can catch me on Lions Nation Night. Go right over there. Also, if you are listening to the huge show that's on ESPN or your local affiliate radio, check that out on there. I get on there, talk Detroit Lions, do my predictions with huge. It's an awesome time. Mike, man, I appreciate you. It's been a long time. I'm sorry I came into this uh, exchange heated from the, the, you know, all the hate on AG, but I appreciate your time, brother. Appreciate you, Mike. <laughs> uh, that's right. Go Lions, fellas. Go, Go Lions. Lions. Well, let me tell you bears. about Big Boy. Fuck the Bears. Wintertime in Detroit is always better with comfort foods from Big Boy. Try the veal parmesan or the new Southern Comfort Chicken Bowl. What about breakfast? The stuffed potato pancakes are back. The classic, classic lumberjack or Santa Fe Garden. Also, the hot apple pie hotcakes are too good to miss. Top it all off with a gingerbread shake for dessert. Stop at your local Big Boy today. Where's the most convenient place to get that big fitness energy? It's Planet Fitness. Join today for just $1 down, $10 a month. With over 2,400 locations and equipment for every workout, you can get in, get energized, and get going. And with free fitness training and most clubs open 24 hours, everyone belongs in the judgment-free zone. So join today for $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment, cancel any time. Come hang with the Woodward Sports Crew all throughout football season on Saturdays and Sundays. Join our college football and Detroit Lions live watch parties. Inside the five, caught, touchdown Detroit Lions! Featuring different special guests and surprises. Start times will vary depending on the game. Only on our Woodward Sports YouTube channel. Your home is your most important asset. Flexibility in the sales process is key. When you work with Mark White & Associates, you can cancel at any time, for any reason, without penalty. Speaking of flexibility, check this out. Who you work with matters. Hire the best broker in the game. Guys, AG's got it. He needs the coverage. Swiss Insurance. Get it yourself. Sign up. They got the best coverage in the business. Guy, my, my guy, Mark, at SwissINS.com. Or give him a call at 248-800-4177. Swiss Insurance. Check it out. Bong. Journo. Arrivederci. Hey, welcome back to where we have Live over sports.com. Today's show flew by. Uh, it's, it's crazy. I, I thought I made peace and I wasn't going to have like, a lot of hostility. Because I, I sent out the Jared Goff tweet. Not something else. And now I'm here. I am worked up over the AG stuff. I think you got work on you, big dog. I got work on me for sure. I mean, I'm over it now. I I can't cure the blind. I'm not Mr. Beast. It's fair. Even Mr. Beast got you know ridiculed for curing the blind. That's true. Chris had a fire ass business topic that uh, I actually want to give its 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 fair credit and give it like a whole segment for tomorrow because it's one that I literally. We had free tickets to the game, and we and we had to you know wait to say what up to our guy Colin. By the way, shout out Colin for the tickets. Yeah, shout out Colin. But I wanted to leave that. I was done. I, I just yeah. knew they weren't going to come back in the game. Not the way it's being officiated, and obviously they're not a great team either. But it just it was disgusting. It was fucking gross, Chris. Yeah. Detroit supremacy yeah. said the Bears had one good game against the Commanders, and you're pissing your pants, scared to death. No, I had like two good games. How <laughs> many? 
three, but I know two for sure. <laughs> Commanders and uh, Broncos back to back. And bro, no, DJ they look good yeah, before DJ he got Moore's hurt. Good, bro. Justin Fields looked pretty good before he got hurt for sure. But I ain't worried about no damn Bears. Lions are gonna go out there, gonna smack the Bears, smack them. Chris, smack them around. Oh, by the way, tomorrow, guys, before you guys head out of here, uh, 10, 20 men will be joining the show. The official uh, Detroit Lions beat reporter for the team. The team reporter will be joining the show. Mm-hmm. That's a huge uh, grab for us. Make sure you guys are there to support. Uh, we're going to have him on talking to Detroit Lions. Obviously, now we got to talk to him about AG. But, Chris, did you want to tease that Pistons segment at all, or you want to let that one simmer a little bit for tomorrow? Yeah, I'll – I'll give I'll give it a little tease because what we've been what we've been talking about well that'll do it for <laughs> what we've been talking about consistently is you know the the officiating with the pisses we've been talking about Cade not getting a cause we've been talking about we we've been talking about the pisses just losing a lot of games and this losing streak and then being in close games uh, a lot of close games already early in the season but every time coming up short and I did some digging and I found some numbers and. Um, I actually heard this through Zach Lowe's podcast, so shout out Zach Lowe. But he found a stat uh, pointing the the free throw differential between the Pistons and and their opponents is at an all time high, and not the not the highest in NBA history, but one of the highest, the highest right now in the NBA, and the highest over multiple seasons in differentials. The, the opponents are shooting a lot more free throws than the Pistons, so that's this topic I want to break down tomorrow and kind of kind of get to and kind of explain and I think it puts into context a lot of these close games that the Pistons are coming up short in yeah I, I watch it man I'm, I'm quite literally just disgusted and I'm like the Pistons are actually exciting to watch this year but to, to see how like it, and again I don't even like doing this because you, you sound like the, the pissy moany fan that just doesn't know like shit about shit but like it is very lopsided I mean am I am I tripping over here what which is the, the lopsided calls these Pistons games yeah it's, it's pretty bad yeah. They're not calling shit. It's 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 tough to watch. And Chris has got by the numbers too, highest in the league. By the yes. numbers, highest, highest differential in the league. league. By the way, again, I just want to remind you guys one one more time that uh, ten twenty men official team reporter for the Detroit Lions will be joining the show tomorrow. Uh, I can't wait to get him on, talk to him about AG and and three one three Court, three one third, my guy Paul Thomas. I I love you guys. Appreciate you guys for tapping in. I would love. I just want you guys. I would love to share on the Bears. I you no one. I mean, you just like the Bears too, but I don't. I don't know if no one at this network would love to shun the Bears more than me. But also, I, just, I call it like it is, bro. I'm, that that offense is going to put up a fight for the Chicago Bears. I don't think it's going to be too much of a fight. I think it's going to be a bit of a fight. I, I think defensive, like their defenses, has no. Ch- I mean, I get they're like the, a top ten run defense. And Tremaine Edmonds out again today. Tremaine Edmonds out again. Yeah. Alex is only ranked one spot higher. Mm-hmm. But I, I get that defense has like by the numbers, like you would be more fearful of the defense in this matchup. Versus the offense, but the fucking context scrubs, fucking absolute scrubs. They they did that against. And and by the way, the top ten defense we played uh, had against the Chargers. Run defense, I should say, fucking ran all over that one. Wax that thing. What are you more nervous about, offense or defense? Or not? I don't want to say nervous about because I don't want I don't want to use that word like you do and just abuse me with it. Yeah, I ain't nervous about nothing. Who do you, what do you think? Which side of the ball puts up more of a fight? The offense for sure. Yeah, Chris. So I actually, I actually just doing some quick digging. That I'll get into this more and I'll explain it more tomorrow. But this difference, this difference would lead to six, uh, six different games having a close outcome. Uh, they were decided by the by less than the, the differential in free throws for the Pistons. That's fair. Yeah. That's crazy. That is in, crazy. In an early season, where you're already talking with you know with uh, how many lost they at right now? Eleven. I think eleven. Yeah. Eleven. Yeah. yeah I think eleven and six of those. Could have been swayed differently. It's fair. 
Can't but, make m- money tonight. Oh, any bets for the game tonight? No. JB? Uh, just Mark Andrews, over 58 and a half yards. We got to come up. We got some parlays because a uh, very okay. rich friend of ours, very good friend and rich friend of ours, says if we give him a winning bet in the form of a parlay. He'll give us 10%. He'll cash he said he out. wants big ones too, like plus 5,000. Yeah, it's just like nerve-wracking because that's, that's tough. I'm going to I'm cook up a, a winner. But that'll do it for us today. Appreciate you all tapping into the Wilbur to have you weights. Like we said, Tim Twentyman on tomorrow. So make sure you guys tap in with us. For Easy, for Chris, for JB, I am Spencer. We are the heavyweights. Like and share the stream. Give us a five-star review on all plat- platforms. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Peace.